Fire's got the temperature up all over the camp. Won't last long, though. Neither will we. How will we make it? Maybe we should. If you're worried about me... If we've got any surprises for each other... I don't think we're in much shape to do anything about it. Why don't we just wait here for a little while, see what happens. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Episode 59, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today, for the very first time, the hottest thing in the room isn't in Jay's pants. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> All right. What's That's going on, guys? Joke. Welcome back to the show. I am Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. And who's this guy? I'm John. Hey, Hi, John. John. <laughs> Hi, guys. So today we are joined by our good friend and... He's not that good of a friend. No, he's not. I was trying to think of something else good to say, and it wasn't there. He just pestered us and pestered us and pestered us, and we finally brought him on. He's the guy responsible for one of like the 17 weddings we've been bitching about for the last four weeks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. I tried to make it nice and easy on you, and I get the most shit. Okay. John just got married two weeks ago. And Congratulations, John. Gracias. This was just his desperate attempt to just have some alone time for a while. What coming here? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let me let me offer up an idea to do a hot wing challenge that I can't really stand hot food. Exactly. Yep. That, exactly. You. I said it earlier. That was my ploy just to get on the podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> no shame. No shame whatsoever. So on 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 the heels of that, uh, tonight we're having a little contest. We are having no, we're well, changing I, it up a little tonight. Well, we're having a contest, but I don't really think there's going to be any winners. No, we're all, we're all the winner is the person with the least inflamed hemorrhoids tomorrow morning. Yes, there will there will be a uh, there will be a butthole update tomorrow. So check we're, our. We're all going to take pictures of our buttholes <laughs> and put them on social media. Wait, check wait, wait, we're we're going to have. I, See, John, you didn't know what kind of podcast this was. <laughs> we're we're going to have everybody vote on them. Tonight, uh, tonight put a this, lipstick around mine. Tonight, <laughs> tonight, this actually will be the Butt Kill podcast. So, <laughs> um, so uh, tonight we are talking about, well, our, our theme for the week is... Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. Uh, so we decided we have we have eight different hot sauces here. Mm-hmm. We got a buttload of wings. Mm-hmm. We're gonna eat a bunch of hot sauce. We got we we kind of think we got some variation here, and like we're going from not so hot to we're gonna kill ourselves. Really scary hot. Which like I I bought one last night and I sent them a picture. I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be our hot one. And then and then Mike sent a picture today that uh, as a, m- makes mine look like a little it's sissy about hot sauce. Six hundred thousand degrees hotter on the. Scoville scale. Yeah. Well, the one literally, literally six hundred thousand. The yeah. one I the one I bought yesterday is 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 around a thousand times hotter than a jalapeno, and Mike's is around probably seven thousand, eight thousand 
times hotter than a jalapeno. So, yep. But before we get ahead of ourselves, yes. How's your guys' week? Not too bad. No. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once again, I can't remember what the hell I did this week. I can never remember. Well, I'm gearing up for my last wedding of the season. Your what? Fine. Last wedding of the season. Finally. Yes. Oh yeah. That. I I will I will admit this to you, John. We've complained quite a bit about. Brian's wedding. Brian and you and <laughs> and Greg and every other damn person who got married this week. It was mostly because it took us so long to see It. Because <laughs> we're like, every weekend we have something going on and I can't go see It. So well, I, hey, I apologize. Now that your wedding is over, I like you again. Well, hey, my, my wedding was on a Friday. You guys still had Saturday and Sunday. That's your own fault for not going that. I was hungover, John. I wasn't. Because we were we wedding the right. Yeah. I was. I, I was massive headache. When you drink bourbon for 13 straight hours, you can't not have it a tends, headache. It tends to happen. It does. It does. Oh, <laughs> but no, after this Friday, though, my clouds open up, mm. and there will be sun shining, and, or if you're in Michigan, rain. I don't care. You can go back to your life of just not sitting me, around. Not me, I have one and... a couple weeks later still. So. Oh, do you? Yeah. That'll be my, my last one of, of nine this year. Well, guess we're not, <laughs> guess we're not done yet, then. <laughs> so, what, uh, what have you guys been doing this week? Anybody uh, do anything? I've been cool? trying to catch up with my fifteen two. Yeah, how's I'm, it going? I'm, I'm doing it. Slow go, but I'm doing it. Where are you at? I'm at twenty eight right now. Twenty eight. You yeah. you better pick it up. Got a couple of days where I gotta I gotta do some dubs, but I think we're good. Uh, in case you don't know what he's talking about, we we mentioned it last week. Uh, fifty and two hashtag fifty and two. Um, if you've been following along with us, and and if you're up with this challenge it's it's uh starting starting in september september 1st september 1st to october 31st 50 horror movies in two months two months and uh if anybody does follow along with it besides mike and lets us know what they watched then you're gonna get a nice little prize package if anybody does it i might not even make it we'll see right well, we'll i was see. just at your house before coming here and you had quite a selection slid out that were you haven't even watched yet right yeah those are all ones i haven't watched yet so You've quite the collection, so mm-hmm. you got you I, some variety. I, I did watch The Ring. You did? I finally watched The Ring. That was your first time ever watching first, it? Well, I'd seen parts of it. I've never sat through the whole thing. Uh, and how'd you like it? Yeah, I was unimpressed. <laughs> no, quite frankly, it was. That, like, doesn't, it, that doesn't surprise me. You hate J-Horror. pretty much exactly what I thought it was. And, yeah. yeah well, I was like, well, I don't get the hype. Screw you, Mike. All right, uh, so before we get into this week's stuff, uh, let's talk about how fucking dumb we are. Sure. All right. Stupid! You're so all right, so last week we only had one, actually, uh, and comes courtesy of... Uh, me? Vito. Vito oh! <laughs> Of course. Of course. He's like our, he's like our corrections nanny. Was it, was it when he <laughs> called us live on the air? That Probably <laughs> was. Um, and this has to do with uh, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Yeah. I had mentioned how uh, James Cameron had distanced himself and walked away from it. Uh-huh. Apparently I was wrong on that. Oh. Uh, James Cameron was fired from that movie. Oh. By the studio, uh, and what? And he doesn't. He didn't walk away from it necessarily. He was just fired from it. And so the producer from from I'm taking Mike at his word. I mean, he has worked for the man before. So sure. Um, he he, he got fired from it. But so then the producer stepped in, filmed a whole bunch of nudity, threw it into the movie, and then kept James Cameron's name on it. 
is basically it. And that's James, the way to do it, and, really. And James Cameron has since gone on the record saying that it is the single greatest movie ever made about flying fish. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently he does. Obviously, he he's never it. seen Frankenfish because that movie was awesome. <laughs> True, but uh, no, apparently he has fun with it still. Though, like he just kind of it's a one of the I think it's probably one of those oddball things in his filmography. You know, from when he was younger. Oh, so. dude, why wouldn't you? Have fun I think with it was it? his first film, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, uh, it was his first. I feel another correction coming. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. Vito, get on it, boy. Um, anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was it. That's it. Just That's you. It. You're dumb. I will say this actually. There was one correction that I couldn't verify. Nah. I had mentioned that we were talking about the Stranger Things video game. Yes. Excuse me. And how um, I compared it to early Final Fantasy games, uh-huh. and I don't know that I was 100 percent correct on that. And I was talking to my buddy Dave, uh, who I used to run a video game website with. Yeah. And he isn't a huge Final Fantasy fan either, so mm-hmm. he couldn't really confirm it for me. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if that was a, a correct thing to say or not, but... We'll just uh, we'll just say you're right. Yeah. Okay. Also, John just confirmed that um, the uh, Piranha Part 2, The Spawning, was His James first? Cameron's first feature. First that. Yeah, I know feature stuff. credit. I mean, there was a short in 78. Yeah, shorts don't count. And then something else that's not Features, baby. Listed. Features, baby. Features. Feach. All right. So let's get into how we're going to kill ourselves this week. All right. Um, <laughs> so aside from all these hot sauces that we have, which should I give a rundown on the hot sauces real uh, quick? We'll do that in the tofu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll we're we're going to name them as we eat them. Um, it's as if this wasn't bad enough. I'm a, I'm a bit of a masochist. Today. I came I came here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't like you. I came here talking uh, like, so we're doing Kill It with Fire, and we're talking about John Carpenter's The Thing because that's what they do. They they kill they, everything. They kill with fire. everything yeah. with fire, and it's amazing. Except for the one guy they shot. They did shoot him, but no, they burned Wait, him later. Wait to spoil it for everybody, John. Yeah, they no, she, no. they <laughs> shut up, Justin. Fired upon him. <laughs> well, they rained fire from a pistol. There you go. Um. <laughs> So, uh, so then I, I thought, like, oh, Michael, go out and get a nice, nice beer to compliment the hots, and like, and and we'll just have a nice little time. Well, he shows up tonight with um, uh, Carolina Reaper <laughs> Peach IPA, the heat from the Heat series from Flying Dog Brewery. Um, which, if you don't know what a Carolina Reaper is, it's it's the hottest natural grown pepper it's yep. the it's the hottest pepper without being a hybrid which uh-huh. uh what hybrids are like the uh like the scorpion the is it um trinidad scorpion Tr- trinidad scorpion that that new dragon one that you can't even There's eat or you'll die Naga viper yeah the Naga. those are all crossbreeds i believe those are the hybrids yeah. yeah the hybrids. so carolina reaper is the hottest natural grown pepper and apparently this beer <laughs> is brewed with them so <laughs> Um, this is not going to be a refreshing. Huh? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, so, this is uh, this is this is Carolina Reaper Peach IPA from Flying Dog. There's something about spice that lures us in, and instead of the opposite, the heat chews us up and spits us out. Some sweat, others tear up. Most reach for the water and the antacids. That'll be me tomorrow <laughs> yep. and tonight probably. Some relish the burn, and others live for the torture. We want to elicit another feeling, drinking up and saying, ah, we know you like it hot. Welcome to the Republic. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but... <laughs> um, so while you're getting the beers out here, this is actually, the joke's on me, because I don't even like pepper beers. That's right. <laughs> so really, the joke's on me. <laughs> but this is, uh, but you, you've had like, uh, you've had... Well, uh, that Firefly was good. That yeah, Firefly, Firefly was, was really, really, really good. Outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had... Um, like mango peach salsas before. 
I don't care for them. You don't? I don't. I, oh, I don't man. like. To me, salsa shouldn't have fruit flavors in it. That's just that personal oh, yeah, thing. I'm weird with my fruit. Yeah. With my I'll sweet, take my care savories. Of the, of the beers, gentlemen. Which, oh, have, well, you, you, have you tried my? My mom makes a watermelon. Uh, a watermelon salsa with jalapenos it in it. It doesn't smell hot. Have you ever tried that? Uh, I don't. <laughs> don't tell your mother. I don't really care for her watermelon salsa. Ooh, you can, I love oh, her. You can. Fuck you right you off. just go right to hell. <laughs> I you're loved not, her watermelon. You're salsa. not invited to their house. <laughs> I know. Jude is going to be. I know. She's well, like so, uh, like so Blake's angry. has their uh, Blake's uh, Orchard in Michigan and Romeo has their yeah. habanero um, the cider. El, uh, El Chavo. Chavo. El Chavo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I, love it. I think it's, it's delicious. Got, it's got just enough bite to yeah. it yeah. To, to where you can drink it, be refreshed, yeah. and you still that's, get that That's kick. another one that and, I don't care for. And see, I'm the opposite of Mike. I actually I actually like the pairing of fruit with heat. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I think well, I might like this. I asked him, had any of you guys tried, they have another one that it's a Chipotle, a smoky Chipotle beer. From Flying from Dog? Dog. Yeah, no, it's I haven't the same tried heat it. series. Very good. I like right. the smoky oh. Cadoba beer better. Yeah. Uh, here, goes, uh, <laughs> here, goes nothing. here goes nothing. Cheers, Cheers boys. Okay, there's a little bit of a bite. It's good. It's creeping up in the back of my throat. A little bit. <laughs> not, not, not hot by any means, but it's got no, it's a, got a nice no, flavor. There's a little it's bit of heat over, to it. It's not overbearing, though. No, no, it's not overbearing. No, it's you know what it is. Like you know how like a really hoppy IPA will kind of burn your your mouth a little burn, bit. Though. It's, it's a, a different. I don't burn. know. To me, it's to me, it's kind of similar. It's good. I like it. I put it in the same ballpark for sure. Yeah. It's like a just a super like a hop slam or something like that. Just really. All right, now chug. Bite. Yeah, I think that, it, it's maybe not as much of a bite as Blake's um, El Chavo. Yeah, it's, I like the bite, and I, I do. That, that, I think I like that's that a little. A but I've yeah. had that too, where it's been weaker. I, you know, it could be when they make their batches, they cook them out a little differently too. Yeah. So. This yeah. is now, this is good though, but the the heat kind of overshadows the peach. I don't really taste the peach yeah, I don't in taste it at all. Peach. <laughs> this is uh, made in collaboration with. Pucker butt pepper company. Pucker butt. <laughs> See, I butts. taste the peach on the initial pour into the mouth. You know right what? I, immediately, but right mm-hmm. after the, the I aftertaste actually, is not I actually there. just switched it around my mouth. I got more of the peach that time. I think this would probably be one of those ones where, as it gets a little warmer, like room oh, temperature, yeah. you'd probably pick up on the peach. There's a definitely more. heat, though. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, like I was telling uh, Michael earlier. We're in for a long night if the beer is going to make us sweat already. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> but I was expecting. Um, Kill it with fire, fireball. You know, maybe do oh. some some ah. angry balls. No, little angry orchard fireball. But oh, those are ooh, good. Actually, I know. yeah, I've I've gotten trashed off those many. Times. I could also just pull my pants down. Well, there's that angry ball. Angry or, balls. Or I don't know if he he said he didn't even realize it. Rogue actually made a sriracha beer. Rogue did nice. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, it's a they're only in the tall boys, and it, oh. the, the label in the bottle looks. They made it just like a sriracha bottle. Um, sorry, cool. not not to interrupt you, but there is a little extra thing on the side of the bottle that I want to ride, read here. Uh, no amount of cowbell can save you from a Scoville scale buster and Guinness world record holder developed by a truly mad scientist. Relish the sweet peach and juicy galaxy hops while they last, then fear the Reaper. What's the Guinness world record? Oh, the, the, the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Holds the world record as hot as natural pepper. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, go. that's pretty damn good. It's uh, I'd swish it around in the mouth a little bit, like you said. Get a yeah, little bit of that bite on the tongue. Yeah, you get a lot more of that peach, yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Well, even getting the bite on the tongue, let it let it rest on there for a minute. Just let good it stuff. bite. Let it sink its teeth in, baby. Oh, yeah. All, All right. right. Cool. Well, boys, let's well, uh, get into the bleed fear.
Every time I take a drink of this Carolina Reaper, I'm not expecting the spice. This is I'm, not going to go you're well. You're going to die tonight because it's really to. not that spicy. All right, welcome to the Blade Fade. We got some news for you. Do we? We do. Uh, we've been talking a lot lately about, um, well, not a lot. We've mentioned it a little bit in the past, though, about the Friday the 13th 3D movie that never got made. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, back in, like, 2009, something like that, there was supposed to be a, another Friday the 13th movie that never got made mm -hmm. called, it was the, and it was the sequel to the Friday the 13th remake. Never never actually got happened. Uh, uh, there was a script that was written it by... Never actually... It never actually got happened. Never actually got happened. <laughs> never actually got happened. It was a got, got made that. and happened. Whatever. Suddenly, um, suddenly Medea is doing our news. <laughs> <laughs> it, ne it, never, it never actually got happened. Welcome um, to the Buzzkill Podcast, Medea Boo series. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Writers Damien Shannon and Mark Swift have revealed this week, though, the title for it. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because the title is pretty interesting. It's Friday the 13th, Camp Blood. The death of Jason Voorhees. I call it bullshit. It's interesting to me. Bullshit on what? They weren't going to kill him off. Probably not. Yeah, what's interesting? What's to interesting you? though is the fact that they were going to take it in that direction though, and actually have a movie about that in the first sequel to the remake. Like that seems ill-advised to me. How successful was the remake? I'm. I don't, I don't have numbers in front of me. I'm not sure. I think it did decently well though. I mean, maybe they just thought it was just going to be a, a one more and, and then done, you know? Maybe. Being that it's, it was made, the remake was made by Michael Bay's Platinum Dunes, though, I hope that the end of it was they just dropped a Transformer on Jason and it blew up. <laughs> and then, like, everything around it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they killed him. <laughs> Michael Bay style, just explosions everywhere. Done. That's kind of the way... Will, I... Will Smith shows up. Bumblebee, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> God. Wait, Will Smith? I don't know. It just seems like bad boys. Michael, it's Michael, it's Michael Bay. <laughs> okay, you're you're going crazy here. Um, I can it, dream, James. Yes, you can. Well, uh, last week we talked about the uh, the horrific uh, massacre in yes. Las Vegas. Uh, Netflix has actually delayed the release of uh, The Punisher mm -hmm. in the wake of that. I kind of saw it coming. No, it's not a huge surprise. No. No. Um, <clears throat> Uh, there was a, a, a tweet put out by a reporter that said Netflix will delay mid-October launch of The Punisher, uh, which also dropped out of the New York Comic Con until until late fall, citing uh, Las Vegas massacre. So yeah, it's it makes sense. It's it's not a it's not a shocker, especially <clears throat> given the the content of what that show is. Right, it's basically guy getting revenge. And gunning people down. Right. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think that, that they being actually, said, though, is delaying it a couple of months really going to be that far removed from? Um, I, th a, I think it's just uh, out of respect for the families, I guess. Yeah. I, in the in the event that somebody who was affected by the massacre happens to watch the show, it might it might bring up some yeah some no, bad I, memories. I, or I something. get it. I I I sometimes <clears throat> think that um, a lot of times. Uh, I, I'm going to get some slack for saying this, but I think a lot of times I think that uh, Hollywood's a little bit sensitive when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, you kind of have to be, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did the newest season of American Horror Story. They, they already filmed two months yeah, prior they changed. to Vegas mm -hmm. a mass shooting. They re-edited it, though, or something, yeah. yeah. Well, even, was it Spider-Man when the Twin Towers and yep. they had to change oh, okay, you know what? And, fuck right. you know, there's just so oh, much. Yeah. There's, yeah, fuck you, There's man. just so much of it. You, you offend one person, and that person speaks out. It turns into two, into four, and then you it's know, just, you, your There's too much backlash to, to risk it. Well, you yeah. Just when you when you it out. Right, when you have that much money going into a project, like if you if you suddenly have people kind of boycotting it because yeah. they're like, "Oh, this is glorifying violence or whatever," it's you 
you run the risk of basically losing your ass on it because yeah. you already yeah. put a bunch of money Whatever. into it. So it, maybe it putting me, it back a few months will actually make gives a difference. you more time to finish the defenders anyway. I personally think it was a smart move. Yeah, yeah no, it probably was. I'm just an idiot. I mean, they've been building the Punisher up for a while. Yeah, and yeah. it looks awesome. Looks it really does. Good. It does. So just let that Vegas, you know, tragedy kind of rest yeah right um okay also we've been talking about the new halloween movie and uh we've been talking about how we weren't sure 100 percent where this new movie was going to fall mm-hmm. uh and we actually have definitive answer now john carpenter himself revealed that the new halloween disregards everything past the first film mm-hmm. therefore the idea that <coughs> michael myers is related to <clears throat> jamie lee curtis mm-hmm. is now null and void yep. they're striking it from the record I have a quote from from Johnny Boy here, if you'd like to hear it. What is is Johnny Uh, Boy saying? (laughs) He said, it's kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, it's almost an alternative reality, Carpenter said about the film. Uh, It it picks up after the first one, and it pretends that none of the others were made. It's going to be fun. There's a really talented director. It was well written. I'm impressed. Cool. So So basically, you're going to have two options for the Halloween series. You can have the option that has eight movies, or you can have the option that has two. Right. Either way is cool. Pretty much, yeah. John Carpenter's a part of this one, so it's whatever. That's a mm-hmm. good option still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. All right, uh, so this one is going to be a little bit depressing for X-Files fans. Jillian Anderson has, says that she, has said that she is done with the X-Files after this 11th season finishes filming and airs. Yes! <laughs> uh, I, I'm a big X-Files fan, so I want that show to go on forever. I'll take... 70-year-old Scully and Mulder any day. <laughs> so that I'll, I'll take it. But um, the fact that she's done with it, I get it. She's been doing it for a very, very long time, and she's probably burnt out on it. She, only, she said that she only did the 11th season because how the 10th season ended, it didn't really end the story, and she wanted to wrap it up. So it sounds like the 11th season might wrap up one of these big storylines finally. And there was even speculation that the 10th season... That the 10th season wrapped up with such a huge cliffhanger because they wanted to make yes. sure that the stars would come back. Yep. Well, wasn't there such a long gap? Oh, yeah, yeah. In time. Like, yes. yeah, was, years they, and years and years and years. The two stars just couldn't get along, wasn't it? No, no. I don't, no? I don't think that was ever the case. I thought I, there was tension between... I don't think so. Maybe sexual tension. Hey, <laughs> I mean, David Duchovny. Hello. Hey, <laughs> Have you seen he, California? David, David can do cov me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> even wow. for you, even for you, that's a stretch. I mean, I've. Wow. All right. Um. What else we got here? Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Aaron. Aaron uh, saw a young child at work. I can't. Uh, uh, it, his name was Scully. Really? Yes. That's awesome. I don't know if the parents were big X Files fans or Kevin what, Smith has a dog named Scully. That's just as cool, I guess. <laughs> a child, <laughs> a dog, both named Scully. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so um, Ash versus Evil Dead Season 3. Uh, I think we mentioned this last week. Finally, uh, February, it is getting released. Uh, got pushed back, probably due to the crowded fall schedule uh, with Walking Dead and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff. However, it's also sort of on the chopping block <clears throat> because Stars, the company that put out Ash vs. Evil Dead, mm-hmm. was just purchased by Lionsgate. So now Ooh. Ash vs. Evil Dead's bosses have bosses now. And because Ash vs. Evil Dead has lower than needed ratings to technically continue, and it's the most illegal downloaded show on Stars, it's really, really on the chopping block, which sucks because that show is so good and the new yeah. season looks to be fantastic. Um, so there, what, what can people do to help out, Michael? 
Stop fucking downloading shit. That and oh, and there's a petition online <laughs> that you can uh, that you can sign uh, that might help. It's on. It's one of those change.org change uh, yep. petitions. Or they need ten thousand signatures. I signed it earlier twice, different computers, um, and uh, it was at like eight. Thousand four hundred something. They, they needed sixteen hundred signatures. Oh, it was ten. Basically, I thought it was ten no, when they, I checked it. Left. They, they needed sixteen hundred left. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, Mike, you're gonna yell at people for illegally downloading a show, but you're gonna illegally sign a petition twice. Yeah. What a I, dick. Yeah, I will. You bastard. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that I'm the last final one to sign it. And then I'm gonna unsign my name <laughs> just to piss Mike oh, off. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will put a link up though on our Twitter and whatnot though for people to support that petition because it's awesome and that show should stay and we need to get at least 28 seasons out of this. So go to at the Buzzkill Pod. Wait, what the hell is at our the Twitter? Buzzkill PC. There you go. <laughs> go to at the Buzzkill PC and look for that or petition it, yeah. and sign the shit out of it. Because I, I actually haven't watched any of the show yet. It's so good. But I've been meaning to. You have both the first I, and yeah, second I've season now, right? I purchased both seasons day one. I will be stealing one. those from you, and I will watch them. Um, yes, okay. mo- moving along. What's coming out in blue? Uh, well, f- uh, first of all, just a little quick ditty here, because oh. I, I think this is pretty exciting. Like P. Diddy? Bob Patrick, T-1000 himself, says he would love to reprise his role for the new Terminator movie. Nice. It's going to be a much uh, slower runner. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He's still in good shape. He might have a a molten uh, steel walker that he's <laughs> he's going with. Or just goes uh, with Charles Xavier and just has a floating wheelchair. <laughs> he's, no, he's going to be on a Segway. Come on now. <laughs> Good times. He's going to get you. Uh, in an interview with MovieWeb, he said, Absolutely! Anybody <laughs> asked me to do anything, return anywhere, I am there. So he's he's super fucking into the idea. He sounds desperate. Actually. No, 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 no. Any no. work anyone wants to give me, <laughs> Just, yes, yes, I yes. I will show up at your kid's birthday. I haven't had a decent meal since T2. <laughs> no, that's not true. Bob Patrick, no, Bob Patrick is Patrick, awesome. He works all the time, Oh, too. he works consistently. He was on Sons of Anarchy, and yeah. uh, I love that show. And also, he's, he's just, he embodies that role in real life like he's a real life uh, biker he's like in a bike gang mm-hmm. and stuff like, and he's just a super awesome dude so I would love to see him return for Terminator that'd absolutely. be great absolutely so uh, blue releases I, I just, I've got one quick blue release and an album release uh, The Strain full four season box set arrives on DVD mm-hmm. December 12th from Fox Home Entertainment uh, did I'm you... gonna have to pick that up because I fell off the strain wagon in season two. I got really behind on my DVR and something had to go. It was good for a while. I right? loved the first season. Yeah. Was great, yeah, Time. really good. Um, so yeah, that comes out December twelfth, and then Waxworks Records. Waxworks. Waxworks is releasing wow. is re-releasing the out of print Trick or Treat soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to pick this up. Um, I've nice. got a bunch of details on it, but I'm not gonna give them to you because you can look it up yourself. Waxworks and... also just announced that they're putting out uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Ooh, baby! On uh, vinyl. Very I'm nice. Picking that up too. Dang, cool. dang. There you go. <laughs> dang, dang, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? I just realized your uh, your Jaws soundtrack that I ordered from Mondo should be coming in the mail any day now. Oh, shit. Happy, I thought that was end of October. Happy birthday, bitch. What? I thought that was end of October. Well, coming. any day means like sometime <laughs> within the next month. Get my hopes up. We're approaching <laughs> mid-October now, Michael. That's so. true. That's true. All right. Uh, is that it? Yep. Uh, that's, that's it. Boom! That was the news. All right. Um, we're going to uh, take a break and 
prep our colons, and mm. uh, then we're going to come back and destroy our colons. Do, yeah, destroy. <laughs> John took the words right out of my ass. It's about to get hot. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Right, uh, we are back. We are ready to get hot. We got our chicken wings prepared and our hot sauces. Jay has. <laughs> I got my Ritz crackers. Jay has his <laughs> shitty soaked crackers. <laughs> Jay brought him. Jay bought himself some nice vegan chicken strips to use tonight, and then forgot to bring them with. So uh, he will be eating it. His hot sauces off of, off of Ritz crackers tonight. Um. So yeah. Anyway. This is what we're gonna do. Uh, Jay has gone through and put a Wilhelm scream uh, throughout throughout this tofu section uh-huh. in random, random spots. We don't know when they're gonna come up, so every time we hear it, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have another sauce. So they so, get hotter and hotter as they go hotter down. and hotter, yeah. baby. So once you eat the one, prep your next one so you're ready. Prep it, and sure. we'll be good to go, boys. All right. So for the tofu, the the what? The tofu. The, the tofu. I did that on purpose that time. Come on. Yeah, okay, James. Uh, from 1982, we're talking about John Carpenter's mm. The Thing. Yes. Not yes, John yes. Carpenter's Thing. No, The Thing. Which we could probably do a whole show on. But, John Carpenter's <laughs> Thing. Yeah, but The, but the Thing. Um, so, from 1982, like I said, directed by John Carpenter, a research facility in Antarctica comes across an alien force that can become anything it touches with 100% accuracy. The members must now find out who's human and who's not before it's too late, baby. Damn. Yeah. This is uh, this is one of my favorite horror movies of it's all time. It's a good one. I think that I don't stand alone in that oh, opinion. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not at all. There's a lot of other people who have this in their, uh, in their probably top five, I'd say. I'm fairly certain Vito uh, has it in his. What about you? Where does it stand for you? Um, I'm not... In the, in the grand scheme of thing, I don't, I'm not sure where it would place, to be honest with you. I uh, I was, as I am with a lot of you know movies that make me a douche, I was a latecomer to this. And yeah. Granted, I had seen it, obviously, well before this, but I think I had only seen this for the first time. It was after high school. Like I, I did not see it when I was younger at all or anything like that. I... Ah! Oh, nope. okay. first <laughs> this is yeah. our first Wilhelm that, Scream. That Wilhelm so. Scream sounds very sexual. I'm not right. sure why. Uh, so our first, our first uh, sauce here is classic McElhaney. Company Tabasco brand pepper sauce, mm. boys. Let's cheers. Uh, cheers. Let's do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love to. Be- oh wow! <laughs> I put a lot on that wing. I love Tabasco sauce so much. Just pour like a gallon of it into a Bloody Mary. You're good to go. <laughs> I like it on eggs personally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. It's good on everything. A little bit of heat, but perfect. Good way to start this whole thing off. Yeah. I really like I like vinegar based hot sauces. And I'm the opposite. Oh. I prefer water based. Really? Yeah. All, for me, normally when I have a, a not based. so hot, like Tapatow is water based. It's not a vinegar based. Oh, it is? Yeah. Really? Uh huh. I believe. I thought they were tomato based, but that's just me. Well, you're anyways, tomato based. For, for me, a lot of the vinegar based ones that aren't like super hot, all I taste is vinegar. No. Yeah. I, right. I get that. So, all right. All back right. to the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, the thing from 1982. Starring Kurt Russell, Wilford 
The Diabetes Brimley. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley, TK Carter as uh, this is a this, it's this whole ensemble is great. Um, <coughs> TK Carter as Nalls. David Clennon as Palmer. Keith, Keith David. David. Holy shit, Keith David. My man as Childs. Um, Richard Dysart as Copper. Doctor Copper. That's a cool name. Doctor Copper. Doctor Copper. Uh, who the hell else? Can right inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So so anyway, basically basically what you have is just this uh, this crew of what are they? Do they ever talk about what kind of research they're doing? Ah, uh, they're just the they, if they do in the beginning, it's not important to the story. They're just it's just yeah. a research facility down there. Yeah. I know that. Um, I mean, you can well. I, was I know s- there was some backstory for at least uh, Kurt Russell's character that he was like an ex Vietnam vet. Uh, that that ended up deleted from the movie, but that's sort of his backstory. Well, originally, I've never actually seen this version, but there is apparently a version that has voiceovers. Really? Yes, and and each uh, each character. Oh, is this the version that was made for TV? I think so. And yeah. Yeah. There's there's a version of this movie that was made for TV. Uh, John Carpenter hated it and it was basically like never shown again. Like yeah, the producers made it. Like each character, mm-hmm. each character has a like a voiceover uh, explaining their a vo- story. Yeah, a voiceover yep. introduction. So yeah, it's like um, uh, Mac McCready, uh, Kurt Russell is a, a, a ex, like ex army pilot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a chopper pilot. He's a chopper pilot. Yep. Yeah, and they and they go through and they they tell you. I I really I kind of want to see that version, but I don't think that I would like it very much. Well, it supposedly doesn't exist anymore. Well, it doesn't. Uh-uh. There's got to be some place that you can get it, right? Well, cause, I maybe mean, in a vault somewhere or something. But if like I saw this movie. Many many years ago, originally, mm-hmm. and then I rewatched it yesterday morning with Erica to kind of refresh on it. His wife, my wife, <laughs> and uh, one. I just noticed <laughs> that was entrapment. <laughs> yeah, you started that one, by, but I did notice like when you start looking back at like these older movies, how much actual like empty space there is in the well, movie. Well, that was yeah. So this was 1982. It's coming off the heels of the 70s, and a lot of movies from the 70s, especially horror movies, they're they're mood pieces. They're mm-hmm. all all about that empty space. I love yeah. it. You I and love it. Fucking I know. mood people. <laughs> they're mood they, they live though. They do live in those empty spaces yeah. though. It's the tension that builds up. It's the suspense. It's not jump scares like today. No. And so you got this coming right off the heels of that era of those kind of movies, and it does sort of make sense. It's kind of like a little that holdover of that style a little bit. You know, it's more of that grounded build yeah. up of. And and I'd say I'd say that style of filmmaking with the like the tension building moments in between scenes. Mm-hmm. It's, Continued to live throughout the eighties. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. I just, I, when I, why I mentioned that empty space though is I think it kind of lends itself to be able to do that voiceover that John Carpenter ended mm. up hating. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's this empty space and this tension, and there's the character narrating like yeah. about themselves. I can see them filling some of that space. I was a little bit under the impression though that there was more footage that was shot for it though. Like um, those oh. scenes, it was scenes that were deleted that they used. As far as what I read earlier, it's it's uh, there were. Uh, they were pretty specific. They were saying like this scene had an extra five seconds. This scene had an extra oh, six I, seconds. I, I, okay, oh, but no. it was like uh, like Max uh, um, Max introduction is the part where he's sitting and playing chess. Mm-hmm. And that it's makes sense. it's right after he spills his glass of scotch into the tra- love that into the computer. <laughs> Cheater! Like, it's a good way to ruin your computer though. It's yeah. like he can't get a new one. He's nope. in fucking Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna talk about something later about about theories about the movie, but I don't know. There's there's a connection between him spilling his glass of scotch into the computer and what happens toward the end of the movie. So uh, we'll pick up on yep. that later. But um, 
I think it's interesting to note. Uh, but apparently, uh, apparently in that scene, as he spilled his glass of scotch, that's when it said, like, this is uh, R.J. McCready. He's a former blah, 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 yeah. blah. And to me, that, <laughs> first of all, not only in my head do I hear Wilford Brimley's voice doing those voiceovers. <laughs> this is R.J. McCready. He, he has diabetes. He has diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, like... It makes it feel like a cheesy sort of like uh, you remember those old seventies Disney documentaries like that's what I picture the, when I the worm found the first crisp air of spring as it burrows up through the ground exactly for some reason <laughs> I, like hung, I'm really the glad that those, Robin is looking for a meal <laughs> I'm really glad that those voiceovers aren't in there because I think it would like really take me out of the moment you know yeah but Wilford uh, Brimley narrating frogs. Oh my God. <laughs> You mean the like the, the, the movie, movie we watched yeah. a few months ago? It looked like one of those Disney uh, it nature really documentaries. It really did. It looked like they took footage from one of the Disney documentaries. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, speaking of Wilford Brimley, he was awesome in this yes, movie. Yes, Doctor Blair. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I I think what was that? Sh- what was that freaking show he was on when we were younger? Oh God, I don't even know. He I, was I, like the main character. I, I can't was it remember. A cop show? Huh? No, no, no. Place? It was like a family. No. It was like a family uh, kind of a drama sort of a feel-good sort of family show. I can't remember what it was called, though. I think he was Our like... Our House? The, Our House. That's the one. Was That's it, why John's called, here tonight. Was it called Type A? <laughs> what? Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, they, they just knew what was going to happen with him way back then. Um, we're going to cast you in a show called Type A. <laughs> but... Uh, he was he was awesome in this movie, mm-hmm. and and that's really from when I was younger. That's all I really knew him from. Mm-hmm. So uh, once I saw this movie, and obviously when I was when I first saw this movie, I didn't even realize it was him because I only knew him as yeah as the guy from our house and as the guy from the oatmeal commercials. Yeah. And he always had that gigantic mustache, yeah. so I didn't even recognize. Yeah, him. being I'm, very clean shaven and much much lighter in weight during yeah this movie. yeah yeah. Well, I'm I'm 32 years old, and even even me. Those diabetes commercials, I hate to say it. Uh, Damn, nope. crap. <laughs> hear that sound. All right, there what's we go. next here, guys? Number two, we got... Uh... Uh, this is um, Vivio's Hot Sauce. This is from Detroit. I wanted to pick a Detroit oh, brand oh, here. Very so nice. This is made in Eastern Market, uh, and there's a nice Bloody Mary and a pickle and a pepper and a beer. What so, kind of peppers do we have oh, in here, do you know? I wonder uh, what... This is ca- Cayenne and Nagajolokia Pulp. It's ghost pepper pulp, but I don't believe it's that hot. I think it's more for flavor. Oh, okay, I guess we're just going straight <laughs> to just it. Jumping right into it. All right, All right. Oh, cheers, cheers, fellas. Cheers. Jay, get that cracker. Get that cracker down. Mmm, water based. It's good. This one's a water based sauce. Huh? Mm. That's a really good flavor. It's not hot mm-hmm. at all, though. That's what I'm saying about water based. You do get the flavor coming out more because mm-hmm. it's not going to be canceled out by the vinegar. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I prefer the vinegar though. I think I prefer the bite. I I like the I like that kind of sourness of the vinegar, but <clears throat> I really do like I like that a lot. Mike just popped some into his mouth just clean. It's doing shots. How is it? It's not very hot, is it? He's just pouring it into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we do have six more sauces to get through. It's good. There's barely there's barely any spice to it though. I do really need more. To taste the sauce. That's a that's a hot sauce that you use for flavor. It's really good flavor. Yeah. There's no there's no heat to it though. So, all right. So, yeah, like I said, thirty-two years old, Wilford Brimley. Like, like the, I only really know him from those diabetes commercials. So I hate to say that. Yeah, same. But growing <laughs> up, though, like, I didn't watch that show that you watched. I didn't see the thing until I was. What about the oatmeal commercials? 
Uh, or no, uh, cream of wheat, I think, wasn't it? Oh, was he in those? Uh, I think I so, no yeah. Well, my point is, though, is even at 32, rewatching the thing, though, it is weird seeing him because I'm not used to seeing him in those roles. He was a bit much more prolific actor <laughs> yeah. way before my time. You right. know? Like I was saying to you guys earlier, too, um, when I first saw and heard um, Keith David talking, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know this guy. And I think I, the conversation I had was I thought he was in another movie but it was actually because he does so much voice work for the call of duty modern warfare games his voice mm-hmm. actually he does have a pretty prolific voice it's, it's pretty he does. Un- he's, unmistakable he, yeah he's got yeah. that like deep really like awesome kind of grizzled voice to mm-hmm. him and he does the he voices the uh president uh character on rick and morty i think he did some didn't he do some stuff in like the the universal uh, cartoons too, like Batman and stuff like that. I do I'm believe. Sure he, I think he, he did. did. Yeah, he was. Um, but he's he's awesome in this movie too. He's uh he ends up. I, we're gonna get to. We're gonna get to some spoilers if you if you haven't seen this movie. I'm, I think most people have, but we're Shame gonna get to some spoilers toward the end of 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 talking about the movie. But uh, he is like he's a big. He's a big figurehead yeah. in in he a lot a, of in a lot a of the theories part. that have to do that that a lot of fans have about this movie. So correct, correct. Um, you know, we're talking about the cast here. One of the things I like about this is the one of the things that this movie does uh, ridiculously well is it's Mister X. Like this movie is all this movie is essentially about isolation mm-hmm. and it is about trust and it is about you know just just interpersonal relations when right. you're in these these kind of like you know situations and it does a really really good job of giving you false senses of security at every single turn and it and it really makes you look at the the entire ensemble and it it, it just works it's like it's like a well-oiled machine right one of the things i love the most about it is the fact that a lot of the characters they're really not important like there's i would say half of the main character or half of the characters that there are in the, the movie for the whole time mm-hmm. um they're a lot of them are there to maybe seem more important than they are. Some of them don't seem important, but they're really important. You don't really know who's who. Give an example of somebody you think is uh, is not I didn't think important. That, I didn't think that uh, Windows was going to play that big of a role. Right. Quite frankly. Because he was just He's the just guy. He's kind of like the little wiener dude. He was like, just the guy on the radio. He's <laughs> yeah. actually one of my favorite characters. Oh, I love him. Yeah, but like, but you don't get the impression though that he's going to be that big of a of a presence in the movie though. Right. You know, like he looks like easy fodder. And that's all, and like his purpose is just that. See, to to me, I get the to me, I got like sort of the the opposite of that because he looked like kind of the like he had he had an attitude right from the beginning. Like somebody comes in and tells him to you know try and get a hold of somebody on the radio, and uh-huh. he's just giving them lip the whole time. Yeah. To me, the the guys who seemed like easy easy fodder were like the uh, like Fuchs and he was um, the one over the dogs, right? Uh, no, that was um, that was Clark, I think. Clark. Like uh, Fuchs and uh, and and Benning, uh, which Benning's ended up, <laughs> yeah, m- meeting a pretty amazing demise. Yeah, but um, uh, let, yeah. but yeah, to me, Windows was always, he's one of my favorite characters. But I I think like I think from the very beginning, like I I could see like a little bit of hidden badass. He did get really meek for a few mm-hmm. moments there when he kind of ran out of the room after they after they uh, burned the. The spider yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. He runs out of the room and he goes and he breaks open the the gun safe and he's just kind of like cowering he, in the cowering. corner. Cowering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he 
he strikes me. He struck me as the kind of guy where, like, when he when he's giving the when he's on the radio calling, and uh, the general or whoever is is a, is the kind of yelling at him to find someone. He goes, "I care. We're the only ones out here. You expect me to find someone? You know." Yeah. I I expected him to be like more defiant. He was going to be kind of like that asshole defiant guy that's mm-hmm. just like the first one to go. Like he just struck me as that kind of character at first. So uh, the fact that he actually plays one of the more pivotal parts mm-hmm. in one aspect of how this movie plays out like he's a huge part in one in in one of the aspects we'll get there a little we'll get there i don't want to spoil it right now but um you look like you don't know what i'm talking about I'm that excites th- me i'm trying to think um, of words. <laughs> yeah i'm drawing um, a blank has to do with keys that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ah you don't know what i'm talking about I still don't God, know this is gonna be about. really good to talk about the okay ending. all right cool um anyway though so he plays a super important part though mm-hmm. that puts a lot of other stuff in oh, motion. Oh, never mind. I know what you're talking a lot about. Of, a lot of people don't catch it, though. I didn't catch it. A lot catch of people that. don't catch it. Actually, no. Um, you, yeah, you might I, still... There's there's more than one part to it. You still might not know the full thing that I'm talking about, but... I, I get where you're going with it, but I, I, yeah, I'm i excited so, to hear where... Oh, oh, here we I'm go. excited <laughs> to have the sauce. All right. All right. So, so uh, this is the garlic habanero sauce from Melinda's. Melinda's or just Linda's? I think it's Melinda's. Yep, is it? Melinda's. Yes. Melinda's garlic. What kind of peppers smells we got good. here, Michael? Uh, habanero. Habanero. Is that it? Habanero. We actually tried this one a few weeks back. And we did. I, I like this one a lot. It's a good, good flavor. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Also, I apologize for the crunching that you're probably going to hear. Eating on a podcast is one of the more disgusting things you can do. Yeah, when Jay's nomming on some Ritz crackers, it gets a little crunchy. Mm. Ooh, that one's really that's tasty. good. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's got lactose in it, Jay. Oh, lobster dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> yeah, that one's damn good. I like that one a lot. Uh, so, what were you talking about? You're talking about Windows playing a big part. No. That's the that's the problem with this segment is that we lose what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. No, no. I was just saying, like, I I like how some characters you don't think are going to be important, and they are. Some of them you think are going to be more important than they actually are, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of fodder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, you could probably take half of the characters and remove them and still make the movie work but the fact that they're such a big cast and it just misdirects you all the time yeah and that's part of the movie is you don't know who's who yeah. you don't know who is a thing you don't know who is not you don't know who's infected you don't know who's <clears throat> not like it, it's a concept it's almost like clue oh yeah uh yeah it's sort kind of. of like clue it's like the horror movie version of clue mm. <laughs> well i just, i think it's I, it's uh i think it's really cool that like you said it's there's so many there's so many parts where because if somebody's off screen for more than five minutes it could be them you know exactly it, it's so hard to keep track of <coughs> who's where and 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 who they're with and then uh like you said there's a lot of misdirects too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like there's one big one that for me uh i don't i don't i don't really know what to take from it and i feel like you kind of thought this over and talked this over with Jen more so than I have thought about it today. So I'll just come out and say uh, McCready's torn jacket being found outside. Yes. I don't know what to make of that. Um, I have a theory about it. Okay. I have a theory about do it. Do you want to wait until we get to the end? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, John Carpenter has gone on record to say, and if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, at the very end, there's two characters that are left. Mm-hmm. And 
the theory that everyone thought for the longest time was, well, one of them has to be infected, but you don't know who it is. Right. And John Carpenter has gone on record saying that, yes, one of them is infected, but he's not saying who. Right. So oh, well. it's this big contention with fans of who is it, who is it not. Like, that everybody has a good theory about their person being mm-hmm. it. And, and this movie's so fun to talk about because it really could go either way. Yeah. It just depends on what you believe in more. I even found, my, I found myself today thinking, like, I wonder if John Carpenter, like, on his deathbed will finally just say, okay, it was... <laughs> No, no, no. And then, and then I was like, no, no. he's a big enough dick to where he'll he think won't about do it. That. He'll think about it, and then he'll he'll pause for a moment, take a drag of a cigarette, and then he'll die. And then he'll kick the bucket. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it just mumbles it under his breath. So, can I do a quick sidebar before we continue any further? Absolutely, so, you can. Have I any of you guys? Because I have not. I'll admit. Um, watched the 2011. Okay. No. No. Was it 2011? I don't feel like I need to. Oh, I don't either. I've seen parts of it. Looking, looking at the actual kind of write up on it, it's kind of the same thing. Well, it's a remake. It's, it's, it's it, off the same base material. It's, it's, so it's a remake, same base material, but they add a female. Of course, mm-hmm. modern times, they had a female. There was a female in John Carpenter's version. She had to bomb out last minute. It was oh. replaced by a male. Really? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then who is no, that? I'm not sure who the actress was. But oh. then nobody, they actually, the characters don't hold the same names, really. Well, that happens a yeah, lot. That's... That happens a lot in remakes. So, but oh, I haven't geez. seen it. I haven't, you know, a lot of the photos kind of lend itself to being along the same lines. I've I've seen clips of it, and I was just like, I don't know. I, they they just like went overboard with the CG and stuff. Yeah. And well, that's it's funny. One of the know. one of the beautiful things about about the original John Carpenter's It is the practical effects. This one right here. No, no, I'm looking for the camera. Oh, you're looking for the camera. Um, well, the thing about 2011 is... No, no, no. I don't want to talk too much about the 2011 movie, but uh, they hired a company to do all practical effects for that movie. And they purposely did not invite the effects artists to the premiere of the movie. And the reason being is because they replaced every bit of their practical effects with CGI. They replaced it all. Really? Yep. On the remake? Yep. Wow. On the, 2000, on the, on the 2011 it, version. That's probably why it wasn't that big. Like, I mean, that's six yeah, years I ago. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember, remember it being. I don't remember it being all that big of a movie. Well, and there was no real big names. Joel yeah. Edgerton really wasn't anybody back then. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we digress back to 1982. <laughs> um, apologies. So the uh, that's that's definitely one of the the pluses of the movie is all those misdirects and the whodunit and this and that. The other the other main attraction of this movie is like we were talking about in the 2011 version. It's the effects. Yeah. yeah. Like this, the uh, the thing is is, I think universally praised as being probably one of the best creature effects movies ever made. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know I watched it again last night and it, I'll be damned if it doesn't hold up. Like it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my roommate had never seen this movie and she I I love the fact that she's not. Like hip to all these movies? Oh, did I just say that? She's hip. To, she's hip <laughs> to the jive, man. She's not hip to it. Uh, like she's not. She's not seen a lot of horror movies that we watch. So I get to watch her very first impressions of these movies, yeah. and it excites me to see. Oh shit! This this still holds up. This is still scary. Like, like the very first time that you see, you know, the a full, a full on alien, like in the in the dogs. Like she, well, not that's not really full on, but the first transformation yeah. of her, she's like, oh, oh, god, no! Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Erica kind of had the same reaction, and mm-hmm. it's just like you know, this is we watched. Um, what did we watch the other day? The Conjuring, yeah, and stuff like that. Like she gets like jumping out of her seat mm-hmm. and can't watch, and she still kind of had that same like, ooh. 
it's going nice on to here. see. It's yeah, nice to see. It, really it kind of brings you into it more. Uh, another scene was the uh, the part where the chest opens up and, and yeah. bites. Oh man! Which is that scene is the most out of place I think of all of the effects in that movie. It's yeah. so cool. It, it's so awesome. It, it, it doesn't matter. Very but... paper mache. And it was. Well, I know the arms were gelatin. Yeah. That's how. That's how it cut it off or whatever. But uh, it's funny. I just noticed today. I was because I was. I was watching. Uh, I was watching this or last night rather. I was watching this and I had my headphones in, and I. I noticed uh, there's a sound effect in that. In that scene, uh, if you don't know what scene we're talking about, there's a part where a guy goes to use a, a defibr- defibrillator mm-hmm. on one of the other guys, and the guy <laughs> right as he goes to put his hands down on his chest. The dude's chest opens up and it's just like this giant mouthful of teeth that yeah. bite his arms off. It's They're, almost com- like comedic a little bit. It sort of is. And and for this reason also is what I never noticed before is that buried really deep down beyond <laughs> all... The- well, there we go. <laughs> deep down is another sauce. <laughs> all right. Uh, this this is called Nando's Peri Peri Sauce. I know nothing about this sauce. I know nothing about it either. I just grabbed it off the shelf yesterday. It's supposed to be 35,000 uh, Scoville? Scoville heat units. It smells really good, so we're John Snowing this sauce. All right. I, I really she, uh, she is. I really doused my wing in this one, so we'll see how it goes. Mmm. It's got mm. lemon in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it, that's really good. It took me a minute to figure out what that flavor was because I wasn't expecting it. Not hot though. No. Come on, ma'am. Getting a little disappointed here. Yeah, well this one, the next one we're gonna have is well, there's some heat to it. We know talking, there's some good heat to like, it. Oh, it's not hot at all. But it's like, <laughs> just you wait, buddy. <laughs> so, okay. Um, what I never noticed is that buried down beneath all the sound effects is this very recognizable and famous sound effect that I recognize most from like Nickelodeon shows. It's this sound. It's 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 like a I, I call it like the gack sound. And you can okay. hear it. You can. I'll, I'll show you guys later. We'll listen to it. But if you, it's it's like this kind of oh, sound. Oh, gack sound. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like it, it's buried really deep underneath. But okay. I have my headphones in. I had. It's like it's similar to the Wilhelm scream or like the uh, the Diddy laugh. Uh-huh. You know, like the two kids laughing that you hear yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and when I, <laughs> that's not at all what it <laughs> no. sounds like. That sounds that's <laughs> terrible. But uh, it, I, I just thought that was cool. I never picked up on that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that scene is so awesome, and that that kind of leads into one of the best, right? Like that's the start of one of the best um, uh, special effects scenes. What's of the I, was saying, what's, movie. I was gonna say, what is your guys' personal favorite, like special, like single special effect from the movie? The head severing itself and turning into a spider. That's yeah, that part's awesome. But, I really. Oh, go ahead. No, is it the spider part of it though, or is it the head falling the off head the body? Because for me, it's the head falling off yeah. the body. Like, there's a couple like a, a vein that bursts, and it like this burst of green, mm-hmm. and it just slowly like yep. just slips off the side of the table. It's just gross, like looking. It's, I don't well, know. It's gross in the way the movement, the, the movement of everything. It's almost replicating a snake, like going down. But it's like okay, it's disconnecting, and it's still yeah. Yeah, I can to see that. Be it's- so subtle that they don't notice it until it grows <laughs> legs and starts walking out of the room. I used to know how. I, I not long ago I heard somebody say how they did that effect, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it was. And I'm pretty sure there was. I'm, I'm going to sound like an asshole if this is not right, but I'm pretty sure there was. I'm not going to. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I got to find out how they did that effect because I just heard somebody say it not too long ago, and it was really cool. It was uh-huh. like a very inventive sort of way of making that like sick melty look yeah, to it. Yeah. 
but I'm not going to say what I thought it was because I will definitely sound stupid. stupid. So, but yeah, that part is so awesome. And the, um, the way his face looks like after, after he becomes, because, uh, which character was that? That was, Uh, um, that was, it wasn't Fuchs, was it? No, it was, uh, I can't remember his name. Norris? Norris. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Norris. Norris. Yeah. Um, the way, like when he first pops up and is there's like that long extended neck yep. and all the like tentacles coming off of either side of him. man he looks so mean and so disgusting it's it's just awesome <laughs> and uh and then that's where they light him up which is where our whole kill it with yep. fire thing comes in every that's actually single not the first that's not the first instance of lighting things on fire in no. the movie because you they do light the dogs, the dogs on yep. fire first God, the dogs in the beginning are so awesome too you, like it's like this mound of like just twisted dog flesh and then this like weird head comes up out of it on like a swivel and it's so disgusting it's and really it's like, disgusting it's really unsettling and I, it's i love ugh. the way that the tentacles look too coming out of it like they almost have you know have you ever seen uh like an air hose that accidentally gets sliced open mm-hmm. and the way it yep, yep. i, I kind of wonder is that actually how they did those it's very it's well could be. because it's it's that same sort of motion it just yeah. looks like air tubes that were being like air was being fed through them but there was nothing to cap it off so they were just yeah. The wacky, uh, wild, inflatable, <laughs> flailing arm. The wacky, man. waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube, man. Yeah. Tube, um, tube dead dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, speaking of dogs, the husky in the beginning, uh-huh. uh, I, I, read, I read some stuff about that. Or it was either I, I read it or there was some interviews or like a, a long time ago I watched a commentary or something like that. I can't remember where I heard it, but... That dog, all of the things that it did in the movie, it just did on its own. Like they didn't, really. They didn't. They didn't really like. It was doing things to set the mood that they didn't really train it to do. Like the part where it kind of, like there's a there's one shot where, it's coming down a hallway, and it's, uh, it it kind of peeks its head out the door at first, yep. almost like it's looking like around. It's very timid. Almost looking around to see if anybody's watching it, and then it kind of walks, and then it, it and then it stops with its head 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 down and then it looks in one doorway uh-huh. pauses for a minute and then stops turns around hears someone in one of the rooms and then that's when it gets to the room where you see the silhouette of the person in the room uh-huh. and then it stops at the doorway and peers in at the person as it almost like because at this point the dog is the thing uh-huh. and it's it's looking at it like that's that's my victim right there. The, that, and the dog they didn't, came off they didn't tra- as if it was conscious. They didn't right. train the dog to do that. Mm-hmm. That dog did all that stuff by that's itself, awesome. which that's is crazy. crazy. Cool. It was and like one never, of the best actors in the movie. They never, like, at that point, you didn't know who that was, that silhouette, right? Well, I was just about to or say, that, that, scene, that scene really, really pisses me off uh, because it's impossible to know who that person is because the person that played the silhouette is none of the actors. Oh, really? Who is yep. it? John, uh, John Carpenter did that as a misdirect because he didn't want anyone to guess who was in that room. Oh. And so they had it was a non-actor that played the silhouette, so it was very nondescript. But, oh, shit. But mm-hmm. I will say this, though. Um, the silhouette, the hairstyle of the silhouette. There's a guy that looks matches, like him. Yeah. Matches actually several different yes. people, mostly Palmer mm-hmm. and well, and Norris. Yep, that's Norris, the hairstyle that his name? of the time. Norris, yeah. I think <laughs> Norris looks like early eighties. Norris looked like him the most, I think. Yeah. Where Where are you guys getting the? Oh, Vance Norris. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry. They kind of. They just call him Norris in the movie, though. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, they kind of. The slender body, though, it could have been a side shot, too. It could have lent itself oh, it to, for it being Windows. No, because Windows had a beard. 
Yeah. And you can definitely see the guy's protruded chin. Oh. Get over silhouette. yourself, John. You suck hey, at this. Hey, bro. <laughs> You're not invited back anymore. Nope. nope. <laughs> I never was going to be invited back. <laughs> don't, don't even try to like, pin this but on no, me that, being my fault. That scene, though, was one of the scenes that was, um, for a little while before we put some other pieces together, was one of the linchpins of our theory about the end of the movie. And then when I read that that wasn't really what we thought it was, my whole theory fell apart. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, no, but it's still good. My, my well, theory is still good, but that part of it fell apart. Could it still work? I mean, it, I, I know that it's John Carpenter. Well, the but... idea is that it could be anyone. So really, I'm never prepared for this. All right. So um, now we're getting a little bit hotter. Yep. You guys, Louisiana. I'm sure everybody's had the Louisiana perfect hot sauce mm-hmm. before. This is Louisiana perfect habanero hot sauce. Yes. And there's this some one, heat to this one. This one is actually pretty damn hot. We had this a few weeks ago, so let's give mm-hmm. it a little... Uh, Gents. Cheers. Go, boys. Cheers. Cheers. You got to go sauce down on the mm-hmm. tongue. That's the mm-hmm. only way to go, baby. Oh, yeah. Let it simmer a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, this one's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's heating up. There it is. It's got a good flavor. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, uh-huh. Just within... <laughs> oh. yeah. John got the first call <laughs> of the night. John Hello. got it. Just that with, was more of a choke on, on just the within, within the past week, this one's burning a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just within the past week, the Louisiana <clears throat> um, classic sauce has become like, oh, man, has become one of my favorite <coughs> hot sauces. <coughs> I've been putting it on everything. We went I've been, from pussy sauce to <laughs> to one that's actually burning here a little bit. That one burns. Habanero. The shit burns. Yeah, the shit first burns. one. I right. actually felt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's good. It's hot. Okay, work through the pain, boys. So, why don't you go ahead, Mike? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, you know what? Um, Let's talk about the ending. Let's let's start that conversation because a lot of what I like about this movie um, has to do with, once you know what the ending is, it has to do with how things were portrayed. Mm -hmm. Um, So, here's the... (coughs) There you go. Get it out, baby. So, here's the ending for uh, spoilers. At the end of the day... Um, there was a handful of people that got infected. They were killed with fire, as they are. As we are. And uh, the the entire base in Antarctica, Antarctica pretty much goes up in flames. And by the end of the movie, you have McCready, who is played by Kurt Russell, and you have, uh, excuse me, uh, Childs, played by Keith David. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCready is sitting on the ground after blowing up something. And Keith David uh, Childs walks back in with the flamethrower. They sit down and they have this exchange. When you uh, say blowing up something, you mean almost the entire place. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Childs sits down and they have an exchange, uh, part of which you heard in the intro to uh, the episode today. And uh, this this exchange is is brilliant because it they're 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 two very very opposing sides having a very calm conversation, mm-hmm. both being extremely. Not apprehensive, but both knowing that the other person might not be who they think they are. Right. And it's played beautifully because, as the audience, you don't know either. It's right. it's a, it. No one knows. Um. And so the the the, the theories. And is, also and also, neither of the actors knew either. Yeah. So John Carpenter is literally unless he unless he spilled the beans to somebody close to him. John Carpenter is the only person who knows the actual ending. Sorry, yes. go ahead. Well, I know that Kurt Russell and John Carpenter worked close on the ending. Whether or not Kurt Russell knew Carpenter's plan, I don't know. Did you read somewhere that, not, that none of them? I don't. I don't think. None of them knew? I don't think that the actor. I think he. I think he took both of them aside and said, "I want you to play this as though 
the other guy is the alien. Interesting. Well, regardless of which, it's played brilliantly. It really, really yeah. is. It's it's like the performance in their eyes <clears throat> and they they're they're just everything about it. It's class A acting at its finest. Well, even even the like the first thing that Child says because at this point, um, just a little <clears throat> a little backstory on the plot. Uh, one one person has gone missing, and that's Blair, mm-hmm. played by Wilford Brimley. Yes, it's pretty. It, it's a pretty good assumption at this point that he has been infected. Uh, not even an assumption. They actually find uh, like an underground tunnel where he's, he's been building a spaceship. Building a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking and cool is that? Too? That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but they see Childs come out of the like the main uh, lab area. Mm-hmm. And they told him to stay inside that place at all costs. Like, just make sure you stay here. Make sure nobody comes in. Nobody gets out. And then they see Childs leave. Oh, God. The Carolina Carolina Reaper (laughs) beer after the spicy hot sauce is... uh, That's an interesting takeaway. Mine's gone. They see Childs leave, and then you don't see him for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So it's it's very possible, probably Mm -hmm. pretty likely, that he became infected. Yeah. Well, um, let's before we get further. Mm-hmm. Do you want do, we, do you want to go round table and who we think is? Well, we're leading up to that. Okay. So, um, next sauce. Do, we'll, I, do that. well, that was just so I just wanted to give a little backstory on that. So they really don't they don't see him until the end of the movie, at, at which point McCready is the only one left alive, mm-hmm. and Child suddenly comes out of nowhere, and McCready asks him where he's been, and Child says, "I thought I saw Blair, so I thought I'd go after him." But the first thing that Child says to McCready, "Are you the only one who made it?" That that line to me has always has always kind of set me off because there's something there's something sort of inhuman and inhuman about him saying that to him. Like, are wouldn't if you walked up to your buddy, wouldn't you say something like, "Oh man, we made it." Where's everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Where's everybody yeah. else? Are you the only one who made it? Like, there's something. So- from that, am I am I getting your answer? I kind of feel, I don't know. Like after watching it again today, I've had my doubts, but I I kind of think that it's Gotta Childs. Got to pick a camp. Pick a Childs. Camp. I'm gonna say right. Childs is the alien. John, who do you think? Agreed. Childs. Jay. Childs. I'm a McCready guy. Are you really? I knew Absolutely. you. Explain yourself. Hundred percent, and I have a whole lineage. For okay, it. let's hear it. Uh, the the thing that I've put together uh, about it is is and it, and it's and it's slightly genius too. The, the whole thing's genius. Okay. Mike's calling himself yeah. genius. Here no, 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 I'm not, no, no, not me. I'm saying like the way that it's written. This is gonna be a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah you uh, might you might as well grab everybody. Everybody, <laughs> everybody kick back. We're we're in for um, a ride here. As 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 we like to proclaim on the show. Uh, that we've never proclaimed. He's got to explain his explanation too. You have to follow. <laughs> you have to follow the booze. Follow the booze. Okay. Here's this is why, in my opinion, it's McCready. The very beginning of the movie, the very first uh, thing that we see is the dog. Mm-hmm. We know the dog's infected because the uh, Nordic guys or Norwegian guys are are hunting it down because right, yeah. they know it. First thing that the dog does is he runs up to what's his name, the guy that gets shot in the leg. Um, which character was that? Was that uh, uh, Fuchs? No, it wasn't Fuchs. Um, wasn't it Fuchs? Bennings. Was it Fuchs? Bennings. Yeah, I think it was Bennings. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it was. He 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 jump. He runs over to that character though, and the dog jumps up, licks him in the face and in the mouth. It, it spreads by ingestibles. They make this this comment later on when they say, "We I think we should make our own food yeah. because that's the way that it spreads." Mm-hmm. So the dog licks him in the face. Therefore, in his mouth, the germs are getting in his mouth. It spread to him immediately. 
He then gets shot by the Norwegian guy. Um, McCready is running out with his bottle of J&B that we see a lot over the course of the movie. Mm-hmm. After he gets... Ah! Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, shit. Screw you. All right, All right. This, this next one is... This what, do you, what do you got there, Jay? This is Ghost Chili. Boot Melinda's. Ghost Pepper Sauce. Oh, another Melinda's. Yep. All, All right. natural and gluten-free. Ooh. Oh, J-Rod's J- Gausses. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. Cheers to the Ugh. ghost. Kill it with fire. Mm. I just watched you put sauce up. No, I didn't. No, yes, you, no. you got to go sauce down no. on the top. Look at my bowl. The sauce was on the bottom. This guy's. Mm-mm. This guy's trying to dance around this challenge. <laughs> it was on both sides. Thank you very good. much. That one's really good. It's not yeah. that hot. A little bit of a kick to it in the back, back of the back of the tongue, it's back of the throat. I honestly think that Louisiana habanero is way hotter. Might than have that. a little bit more of a kick. Uh huh. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good though. It's got it's a really a good, good flavor. I'm sweating a little bit. This okay. is uh, yeah, Melinda's original Buccalokia okay. pepper sauce. So, well, so back to your theory about the J and B. Yeah, so he's got the bottle of J&B, and, and what he does after what's-his-name gets shot in the leg, he hands him the bottle of J&B to drink. So now the germs are on the bottle of J&B, okay? We know that the bottle's not empty because McCready then drinks and finishes that bottle when he's leaving his notes in the tape recorder a little bit later on in the movie. Yeah. That right there is the moment where McCready gets infected. Does he, he, he finishes the bottle? He finishes right the bottle. He does. There's another bottle later on, though. But he does finish that one because he's drinking a bottle later. Okay. So he does crack another bottle at some point. But that is the moment of infection for McCready right there when he fin- and he drinks the bottle. It's ingestion. Uh-huh. Now, um, uh, uh, diabetes, Wilford Brimley, his character, <laughs> they think he's infected. And what they do is they lock him in a bunker outside. Uh-huh. Okay? And, uh, well, no, they the- don't think he's infected. They just think he went crazy. They think, he, they think went, he went crazy. Yeah, because, they don't because think he's going. He, he, he did he go found crazy. Out, yeah, he found out that this this virus is, or this alien is going to spread if, if if people leave the base. So he's basically trying to kill everybody to stop it from happening. Right. They think that he's going to go. They, that he's going crazy. Oh, yeah, because he's running all the tests on the now computer. Now he now he is drinking out of a little uh, pint of Smirnoff. Earlier on in the movie, he's drinking out of a pint of Smirnoff. Mm-hmm. After they go in, after they bring him to this bunker outside to lock him away. McCready picks up the pint of Smirnoff, takes a drink from it, really inconspicuously as they're talking, recaps it, puts it on the table. No. The next, the next time that you see um, uh, Brimley's character Blair, the next time that you he's see Blair, infected. he's completely calm and sober. He goes, "No, I'm good now. I swear, it's it's past. I'm good. Please let me out." He's a completely different demeanor. Yeah. He is infected at that point. That's where he gets infected. And then, so you go on throughout the movie. And this this is your theory. Me and Jen put this together. We watched the movie and then we rewatched it, almost like half of it, to go back to all these things as we were talking. There's about no it. other theory no. online like this. Oh, I'm sure there probably are because it's the right theory. Because this is pretty damn good. <laughs> um, so he's infected there, uh, through, and there's other people that do get infected as well. Sure. And we toyed with the ideas that some people. I don't think that you know you're infected until it's complete, and some people's bodies, some people's bodies reject it. And that's why you see. That's why you see some of the people have the big outbursts of aliens or whatever. I don't think that it, I don't think that every person's body takes the alien right, and that's why some of them go crazy and melt down. And like the dogs didn't take it well. That the first part, dog did. That part's a little loose. Well, it, no, it, it no, is no, loose. No, I, I agree of, that it is loose. I, it's I just a theory. Him. I agree with him on that because if you think about it, 
it's every time that they're in a high tension situation that somebody's in the process of completing the transition that it has an outburst because it feels threatened. Just mm-hmm. like sure. when they're actually sure. taking the hot wire, the sure. blood looks like normal blood. And so they put the hot exactly. wire in it and then it explodes. So no, that's actually a pretty exactly. solid theory. So if you really think about it, so because so, when Wilfred Brimley's character converts, he's completely alone in his shed. When mm-hmm. McCready converts, he's, he's completely alone just with his own thoughts. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Hmm. So, so very nice. So as this goes on or whatever, there's other aliens that are going, and I think that because other people suspect that they're infected, he has to gain trust. This whole movie is about paranoia and about the people around you and about not trusting people around you. So he's going to kill the other aliens to gain their trust to get closer to them. That's the whole point of this. That's why he's killing them still. There, the part- there were there were parts throughout the movie where. Um, McCready like stumbles a little bit and like doesn't kill something right away. Is that what you're gonna say? Well, no, he or does. like we're like we're uh, yeah, like he goes to burn something that's clearly alien, and he almost seems he, like he the head, for example, the, when the head when the head takes uh, when the head falls off the body in the in the morgue, right? He lets he stops people from coming in the room as the head's transforming, and it's not until the head gets under the table out of sight where he finally like lets them push past him to get in. Now they do eventually see it, and he has no choice but to kill it because they saw it. Well, also to me that was also he was letting it burn for long enough because they wanted to run in with fire extinguishers to put out the fire. Well, the, no, but, the, but that was a different spot. That was a different spot. That was when they first burned the initial one that started. Yeah. Yeah, that was a different the first spot. One, the first one they were doing the autopsy on. Because he doesn't burn the head until it's people the look behind him and they, and they turn around. And they go, "Motherfucker!" or no, something like my, that. My point was, my point was, he's not letting them into the room <clears throat> to to put it out until after the head has crept away. Yeah. My thing was that he wasn't letting them into the room because he was waiting for it to fully burn. It wasn't on fire though. He didn't burn that no, body. The, yet. Yeah, the, the, body the, the big, the big part. Like oh, the, the main oh, part. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, like he was well, like, wait, wait, wait. No, but he and was then he letting goes, the no. head get away, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was letting the head, yeah, and then was... once they saw it, he couldn't because he had to gain their, he had to keep their trust. Right. That's so more, that's a misdirection. At the, at the end of the movie, okay, yeah, it's, it's all misdirect. It's like, because, yeah. you know, so at the end of the movie, when you have these two characters that are sitting down there, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there talking and this and that, you have childs that's, you know, saying, they both kind of suspect each other and they don't know. And the the very last thing that McCready does is he hands Childs the bottle of J and B, the bottle, very bottle that was responsible for the very first transformation of uh, well after the guy that got shot. It's all follow the booze. It's the the J and B bottle. It's the Schmirnoff bottle. It's he hands that bottle to Childs and then he just smiles. He smirks. He yeah. smirks. Or some people take that as him knowing that the other guy is an alien or whatever, like, and he knows that he's lost or something. I take that as well, McCready be- is the alien and he just knows that he won. Well, because Plus, the well, music because a starts lot, up right there. Because a lot of people say, a lot of people say that he, because the first, the first thing that you see McCready do is lose chess against the computer, uh-huh. so he spills his scotch into the computer. Again, the booze. But that was, that was him admitting loss. So a lot of people say that him handing the scotch over to Childs at the end was admitting his loss. That it was it was like alien. it was like pouring the scotch into the computer. No, I see. I take that as if he thinks he's going to lose. <laughs> Damn, I think oh, I'm about to lose. Um, oh yeah, this one's gonna be. I'm rough. a little bit worried about this one to be honest with you. I didn't put anything on mine yet. This one is um, like a lacking. 
Dave's Insanity Sauce. This one's Dave's Insanity Sauce. I actually looked up videos of people doing this one online yesterday, yep. and, and uh, it doesn't look good. Uh, yeah. This is an. This one doesn't say exactly what kind of peppers, but I know that it's. Uh, this isn't. Capsaicin extract. This is an extract Ooh. rather than a, an actual like hot sauce. So yep. this one might be bad. Yep. So <laughs> John's knocking some of it John. off. <laughs> That's it. it actually says this could be the killer. It actually says on the bottle to start with one. My mouth is already burning. To just so you know, start with one drop. Uh, yeah, but once you right, drop, you can't guys. stop. Literally, because right. it's gonna kill you. This one might be the one that. Oh, All right. Go. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This one's gonna be slow. You guys getting it? John's got his half gallon of milk sitting there. I'm not getting anything yet. Are you? No. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit. Are you? I'm I thought, I thought not... the last one was stronger, actually. I'm getting it in the back of my throat now. It's kind of creeping up a little bit. Yeah. I'm not getting anything from that one. Oh, wait. There it is. Hold on. Oh, like right. Oh, shit. I was about six seconds behind you guys, so I waited to see your reaction first, so. Ooh, hold on. Yeah, that one's... This, is a, this, one, this one creeps up on you. Um, I, I, it's still more of a... Uh, I don't feel like I'm getting throat-fucked by a Bowie knife, but... <laughs> my, my glasses are starting to fog up. <laughs> the hat came it's, off. It's hot, yeah, though. Like Jay's, it's, Jay's getting a little warm over there. Yeah, well, you ate that pepper earlier. You I were did, starting yeah. to sweat. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's building. It's this one's not. How, yeah, this one's week, not plateauing at all. It's, it's getting hotter and hotter. Remember how the other week when I ate that ghost pepper, I said it turned my saliva into like magma. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting right of, now. Yep, I'm starting to get the, <laughs> the more oh, you're salivating, shit. the worse it yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah, I'm sweating. Oh, anyway, so I take it as <laughs> I'm gonna continue on powering through. <laughs> I take it as um, this whole movie is a giant chess game. You need to know. When to make your move, when to strike, when to move back. No, the whole not, game yeah. is a chess game. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I mean, so, that's why they start it with the... <laughs> and so when he thinks, well, when he thinks it's going to lose, mouse. he's not going to lose. He's just going to infect the computer with the booze. He's right. going to make the computer lose no matter what. That's actually a damn good theory. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about... Because I did take notice <laughs> of the... I realized oh. that... I realized that um, McCready was drinking J&B throughout the entire thing. And then earlier, or, or, oh, or sorry, I'm getting Carolina like, Reaper, do me good. I'm getting weird here. It was a. Um, let me recap that. All right. Later, later when you see the vodka, I was like, I was like, it's kind of weird that for some reason that's it's kind of front and center. Like they really put emphasis. It's uh, it, it's subtle, like you said, but it's 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 out there enough to where you actually notice the bottle of vodka. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that though. Like. Yep. And so here we go. There's a. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> oh geez. All right. It's it's getting more still. It's, really it's, hot, it's yeah. still going. It's building. Cuts like a knife. Okay. So the part that we were talking earlier with the keys. This is another part of the movie that is uh, a very important scene because they get the idea to test blood, yep. and they say, "Well, we can't take everybody's blood now because some people don't know who's infected, who's not." Oh, excuse me. We have saved uh, blood in in a cooler. Well, so they <laughs> <laughs> Jay is sweating over here. <laughs> Dude, I am too. Take your hoodie. That's so they go too. back to this uh, to the blood bank, 
And um, they get there and they open the door and there's just blood everywhere. Somebody slashed all the bags and they're no longer good. Right. Um, the, the What's suspect about it is the fact that they're trying to figure out who had the keys to get into it. Now, uh, who was the general? It was... Uh, it could be one of two one of two people, and it was... Um, uh, it was either Gary, right? Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary or... Uh, or um, uh, Copper. Copper, yep. Uh, Copper. God damn, this is hot! <laughs> <laughs> it was either Gary who was... Uh, he, he was... This is one of those things that was explained in, in the voiceovers that we didn't see, but he is ex-military. Yep. He's basically there as kind of a um, security. Yeah, security in a way. Oh man, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm um, genuinely dreading this. Okay. Yeah, as am I. Okay, so so it could either be it could either be Gary or Copper. Gary was the one that holds the keys, and he says that he lends them to Copper when Copper needs them. Yeah. So what? So Copper still had the keys on him because Copper was I think the one that opened up the safe. So he goes, he goes, who had the keys? And Copper goes, well, I guess that'd be me because he had them. He got them from Gary. Now. But there's a scene, there's a scene where um, Bennings tells uh-huh. Windows uh-huh. to go get the keys from Gary. Yes. And this is the scene in question that sets the entire thing into motion mm-hmm. with as far as who opened, <laughs> who opened the blood safe, because that will tell you who is, who's, who is a thing, who is not and this and that. Right. So Windows leaves. To go get the keys uh-huh. from Gary. <clears throat> when Windows comes back, uh, uh, Bettings is shirtless for some reason. Was he shirtless or was he just covered in blood? No, he was shirtless. Remember the 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 thing tears through their clothes to get to their because right. it right. needs to be it needs to be skin to skin with them for the cells to. That's another thing. That's another thing that comes to play. Yeah, where did uh, the long johns sh- come sh- from? Sh- okay, sh- all right, sorry. Um, okay, so so Windows comes back, mm-hmm. sees Bettings on the ground. Uh, with tentacles wrapped around him and the whole deal, uh-huh. he gets scared as hell, runs out of the room. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, <laughs> runs out of the room, whatever. Everybody comes back or whatever. I think they they kill it with fire at that point in time. They light him on fire. They torch him up. Uh, whatever. You talking about Bennings? Don't gloss over that part. Cause that part's fucking yeah, awesome. Yes, yes, They torch Bennings because uh, Windows comes. Windows comes out because uh, at that point, uh, Fuchs and and McCready are having a conversation in the 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 snowcat mm-hmm. about um, Blair's journal because Blair has essentially figured out what's going on because he was actually like watching the cells do their thing through the yep. microscope. Yep. So so Blair has locked himself in his room. Uh huh. Probably because he's figured out that you can't trust anybody. Uh-huh. Bennings runs or uh, Windows runs out to to uh, to McCready and Fuchs and tells them Bennings is he's this thing's got no. him. They get back into the room, he's gone, and then they see that the window's smashed out, so they chase him outside. Yeah. Now the very next time after this scene. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh. Last one. Jess. I'm not looking forward to okay, this one. Okay. So this last sauce. Is tropical what? What does it say? It's called tropical. It's from Tropical Pepper Company. It's a scorpion pepper. This hot is sauce. made with Trinidad scorpion peppers. So this is so. Uh, we talked earlier about the Carolina Reaper being the hottest natural pepper. Um, up until just like within the past six months or year, the Trinidad scorpion pepper was the hottest hybrid pepper in yep. the world. 
So this is gonna be hot as fuck. Uh, and the uh, the Dave's Insanity sauce was a Scoville unit of what? One hundred eighty thousand, which puts it roughly about a thousand times hotter than the jalapeno. A jalapeno. This is seven hundred fifty, seven hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> We've been saying seven fifty this whole yeah, night. Yeah. This whole 700, 780,000 Scoville Fuck. units. What puts so it puts it at uh, seven thousand times. Gentlemen, we just turned it up to eleven. Seven thousand times hotter <laughs> than a jalapeno. And I do want to point out two things about this. First of all, it has a warning on the bottle that says "keep away from eyes, children, and pets." Not for people with heart or respiratory problems. So we have that. Are you guys good? I don't uh, think any yeah. of us have heart problems. This will be a fun way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing I want to point out is I've never had anything from this company before. Neither have I. But um, they've got, just like a lot of these sauces, they've got their little um, the heat, ingredients. Meter, heat meter on the side. And it goes mild, medium, hot, ouch, and then way up here is deadly. This one only falls on like... Me- yeah, it's I don't halfway, understand that. It's halfway between medium and hot. And the thing is, a lot of these <laughs> oh, other, the a lot of these other um, spot, uh, sauces have other things in the ingredients. Yeah, this is pretty much just pure. This is scor- scorpion. scorpion peppers, water, salt, acidic acid, and xanthan gum. That's it. So, Fuck. did you guys already load up with this one? Nope. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm dreading it. Uh, why don't you? Before we all die, why don't you continue with what you're oh, talking oh, about? Oh, um. <laughs> Yeah, so the can, next time that we, we see, the yeah, the next time that we see Gary though is when they're outside good, and they're they're yeah. fighting, they're they're you taking it. cover from something, yeah, and they're outside, and if you if you slow down the um if you slow down this or just watch his belt line, he has his keys on him, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. However, when Windows runs back into the room and discovers, that's a lot, Jay. Jesus. That's about what you got, isn't it? <laughs> no. When Windows when Windows runs back into the room yeah. and discovers Benning, mm-hmm. listen. He drops the keys. He drops the keys. Right. And you can see them very, very, very faintly in his hand, but you hear them hit the ground. Yeah. And then he runs out. So. Which, it's it's so, not a continuity error because they all. obviously, they put that sound not effect in there yes. on purpose. So, what happened was this. Windows had the keys. He dropped them. Therefore... Anybody could have picked them up. Yeah. Anybody could have run to that room and picked up those keys, taken five minutes away from the group and everything was going on, and or 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 any time after that, mm-hmm. slashed the bags and then just got either gave them back to Gary and Gary wasn't paying attention or slipped them back slipped on them back on his anything I mean, anything it somebody be that, it did that be hard it wouldn't be that hard in all this like chaos to just exactly. slip the keys back onto so his belt loop. Somebody did it. And it and so that that's where the keys come into play. They're wondering who had possession of the keys. It could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. It's one of those misdirects that's once again, I didn't even think where about, you dude. don't even you don't know who did it. Damn. You just don't know. That's good. And now we have clothing to talk about after we destroy ourselves. <sighs> All right. Um. Um. We're gonna have to be talking about the clothes, the holes we're gonna. Put oh God. On. How much did you guys put on? Clothing. Just. I mean, I got a little strip on mine because I have a feeling this is gonna be bad. I, I think I have more than you. I have about the same as Jay. So. All right. Let's just get it over with. Sauce down, boners. Sauce, boners. Sauce I just down. called you boners. Boners, sauce down, boners. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new saying. Sauce down, boners. It's nice knowing you. See, it's not hot yet, which makes me worried. Because that means it's going to get really hot. <laughs> it's hitting me already. <laughs> Is it hitting you? I'm feeling it. Right on the tip of the tongue. Come on, baby. I'm not getting anything yet. 
You guys getting anything yet? No. Me neither. Right. Jay, not what really. about you? You had a lot. Uh, no, not too bad. I'm feeling it in the back of the throat a little bit. I even let it, like, I swirled it around in my mouth some. I'm not getting anything from that. My oh. ear. <laughs> I'm getting in the back of the throat. <laughs> Mike just doused a wing in it. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Okay. Is it coming? <laughs> a little bit. Do it, Mike. Do it. All right. It could be because our tongues are still on fire from the last one. I'm just... Tell us what you're experiencing right now, besides dancing. I think I'm experiencing heart problems now. Mike's doing, <laughs> Mike's doing a little dance. He's just waiting for it to kick. Is anything kicking in? I'm getting the saliva lava. I'm not getting anything. That Dave's Insanity was way hotter. Yeah. I told you guys we should have ended with the Dave's Insanity, man. I told you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that face. Ow. <laughs> How is it? Is it good? There's definitely some spice in that one now. More so than the Dave's Insanity? It's starting. Really? <laughs> what depends? Yeah. Did, you sh- did you shake him up prior? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. How what? is it? Oh, the bottom of it. What? Is it hitting you? Tell us. <clears throat> do it. You <laughs> <laughs> can't even get a sentence out. I do. Okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Do another wing. Put a lot on it. <laughs> <laughs> put a lot on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm getting like stabbing. Like I feel like I dragged a razor blade across the bottom of my Okay, mouth. so now 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 tell us tell us what you were talking about I don't with know the that keys. I can. Yeah, you can. Just power through it. You're good to go. You're the one this is your this is your show right now cuz you were telling a story. You got to power through uh, this. Okay. So, power through it. Come on. This is dead air, man. All right, so, it was a part where Fuck! Uh, there's a part where McCready and uh, a cap. I want to shake it up more. Knowles. Uh, no, that's not it. Knowles, go up to McCready's cabin because McCready says when I was up there yesterday, the I turned the on. lights off, and the light in his cabin uh, were turned on. Right. Okay. <laughs> Does After, anybody have the cap to this? Oh, uh, I didn't take it off. I don't know where it was. Oh, it's right here. Jeez. Um, James. Right, so we ahead. don't know whether or not he actually turned his light off or not. Right. We don't know because we don't see the cap. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I'm trying. Oh my right? god. You're good. You're fine. Just here, power wa- through it. Wash it down with one of these Tabasco peppers. Ah, <sighs> fuck you. No, fuck you, milk. I'm not doing it. I bought it. I'm not doing it. My eyes are watering. Um, right. I'm doing, I'm doing a is, is that a good aerobics. Is this a good amount right here? Jesus, uh, I think Jesus. I had more than that. Oh, he's oh gonna, he's no, 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 no. I was kidding. That was fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Here's the kicker. You gotta swipe whatever's left in your bowl, so you're gonna combine size. Yeah, I'm gonna, I've been I'm doing that do, the entire time. I'm gonna do that. Um, so he don't, goes don't up there. Down your organs. Now. He goes up there with Nalls, who is one of the, um, who's one of the uh, cooks. Knowles, at this up to this point, is kind of soft-spoken. He doesn't really speak a whole lot. Um, he comes back, though, in the middle of a storm, and he comes back, claims that he cut the line on the on the, the line to get to and from the, the, the main place to the cabin. Mm-hmm. He comes back claiming he found this, this ripped piece of um, clothing that is so perfectly cut out the name McCready. Mm-hmm. It's a very perfectly cut out thing. It says that he found it out there. Mm-hmm. McCready, on the other hand, breaks into a window, into a storage room locks, uh, that's that's locked, mm-hmm. and Knowles uh, uh, <laughs> is trying to get them to kill McCready. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. I think McCready set all that in motion because he, I think they mentioned already before them that the clothes rip off, and so I think that McCready set that up. 
to make it look as though Knowles was was uh, accusing him. Excuse me, but then proves that he's not by you know killing Knowles or that. Like there's there's a setup there, and then also there's Long John's and the, and uh, McCready also has a shirt that he's looking at at one point in time when he's when he's doing his messages. Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of looking at it and throws it down. Uh -huh. So that could have been his shirt that he ripped out of. We don't know. Okay. That, that one's, it's not a fully fleshed theory like my other one was, but it would explain it. So here, is, explain, there's there's one there's one big one here. I'm still not, I'm not getting much out of that. Um, explain, it's starting to subside a little bit on me, but. Explain the one big one here. <clears throat> um, that swipe was rough. <laughs> he, uh, dis despite all of this, you're saying that he was pretty much infected right from the beginning, right from the get-go. How did he pass the blood test? Because he could because he was probably the one that got into the bag and and took his blood. Took his old blood. He was in charge of that entire blood test. He had complete control over it. Oh. Oh. He had complete you, you, complete. You, you never and actually you never, see him. You never himself. see him slice his own finger. Well don't you think that they would have watched him do it? There was a he we shot don't know. The they're, they're getting tied up to a fucking chair. And he tested his blood after, uh, after, uh, who the hell was it? Who turns into the giant open-headed, uh... Oh, that was, um, um, was it Palmer? Was it Palmer? No. Yes, it was Palmer. Palmer. It, he does his blood test after that whole thing with Palmer happens. Yeah. <clears throat> and throughout that entire thing... When he was telling he was telling Windows to torch Palmer, and you could see that the flame was still on on McCready's flamethrower, yeah. but he was acting like it yeah, wouldn't shoot yeah, exactly. for some reason. Exactly. I and think, then you I think, think it, you're onto something. You here. think at the end too, though, where like uh, Blair knew that he, that he had to kill everybody oh, in order to in order to contain it. Yeah. I think that McCready, uh, <laughs> the thing, knew. That 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 was going to be the thing that people were going to figure it out. So did McCready, you just say? Did you say? Did you just say Blair said that they needed to kill everyone? Well, that, that's why Blair went crazy. That's why oh. Blair went crazy because he because he realized that he had to kill everybody to contain it. Right. Because he didn't know who it was. Right. And I think McCready slash thing knew that that was what they were going to try to do. Yeah. And so the only way that he was going to get out of there and survive is if he killed everybody and there was no one to stop him. Right. Cause then, cause then he could just lay down and freeze, and then because you already know yeah. that you already know that the that the thing is able to just freeze and then come back to life after it's been thawed out. Self preservation. Interesting. So there's my theory. It's McCready. The that's, entire time. That's a damn good theory. I think it's actually got a lot of legs. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I want to rewatch Mike One Universe Zero. I want to rewatch it now. To be no, honest, no, with, no. with with that set of eyes, I want to rewatch uh -huh. it because I think that I think that you made a lot of good points. Uh -huh. Now why now why do you think it's Childs? <laughs> I don't even have any good arguments anymore. Nope. <laughs> I was got I, because all of, all of my ideas are probably other things that I've heard other people say before. Yeah, which are they're pretty flimsy ideas. Now that you, Jesus, John. Now that you've described, <laughs> now that you've described it, like the whole thing about following the the booze back. All the booze. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah, that's good, Mike. That's the first smart now, thing now, you've ever done now, in your life. Now, here, <laughs> Michael, you're here. a pretty thought smeller. Now, here is the one thing though that does put a discrepancy into my theory. What's that? On the commentary for the movie, um, the cinematographer talks about how he and John Carpenter came up with a way to uh, give insight as to who was a thing and who was not. Mm -hmm. And this has to do with 
the tiniest, littlest bit of a reflection of light in the character's eyes. This little eye glimmer. Really? Yes. Um, and is it noticeable? Is it something you can actually it, see? If you're really looking for it, yes. Really? At the end of at the end of the thing, you see it in McCready's uh, eyes. Mm -hmm. You do see it. There's a little bit of a white, tiny little reflection in uh -huh. his pupils. That being said, I feel as though I see it on Childs every now and then, but not always. Yeah. Here's my way of thinking about it, though. If this entire movie is all about misdirect, if people were to figure that out, and John Carpenter, I think, is smart enough to know that people might figure stuff like that out. Uh -huh. If his big last fuck you misdirect was that he's going to switch it up at the very end, I can see him doing that. Yeah. Like, just breaking his own rule just to throw people off. Right. So... It shoots a little bit of a hole in my theory, but I don't. But I'm gonna go ahead and just say that I still think that it's McCready. Just to uh, just to throw out because we've all we've all read other theories about this. I wanna I wanna throw out a couple of those just in case people haven't heard them. Okay. There is this idea like at the end you can see uh, when Child shows up. So these are all things that I've read or either like seen YouTube videos about. So Child shows up and they're both sitting there and. Uh, there's a lot of people say that there's a noticeable difference between the output of breath between Childs and McCready. Mm -hmm. Like McCready is, they're they're out in you know negative fifty okay, degree what's, weather. What's the argument? Who has more? Who has less? Uh, McCready has way more breath, like you know, like the the vapor coming out, mm -hmm. and Childs at first has next to none, but. The whole point of the thing is that it adapts, like it it, it looks at its surroundings and it imitates other it beings around adapts. it. So, a lot of people say it's Childs because uh, at first he wasn't he wasn't breathing, he wasn't putting out any any breath into the air. There was no condensation, but then gradually throughout that scene, you can see a little bit more come out of his mouth, and it's because he realizes that, like he's looking at McCready and he realizes, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. So he starts to breathe. And then another thing is okay, I can see that, but it's I don't know. Another thing is that this one's kind of flimsy, but I I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of cool because it went back to the whole idea of pouring the scotch on the on the uh, computer. Was um. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry, I already talked about that earlier. There's there's another one though where people talk about they were using those green glass bottles, uh, presumably the the J and B bottles to use to. To make Molotov cocktails earlier in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, and that yeah, yep. and that possibly, like I said, this one this one is kind of flimsy too. But like, so McCready gets out of the whole thing, and he basically is left in this wasteland where he knows he's gonna freeze to death. So he either goes to drink that bottle, which might be filled with gasoline. Yeah, I've read this. Too. And he either so he's either going to maybe kill himself by drinking the gasoline, or just in the chaos of everything, forgets that it's gasoline in there, and at the last second smells it and realizes that it's gasoline in the bottle, and that's why he smirks when he hands it to Childs because he hands it over to Childs, and Childs takes a drink. If it was a thing, and then the thing wouldn't know the difference. The thing wouldn't know the difference between alcohol and gasoline, so that's why McCready smiles at the very end because he realizes that Childs is a, is the thing. I can I can understand that theory, but that that's only one part of the long puzzle, though. So right, that's yeah. only taking into consideration the very last scene. Exactly. Yeah. Having heard your theory, that literally stretches back to the first five minutes of the movie. That's it's pretty fucking brilliant, well, dude. The, it's like the breath thing. 
Uh, oh. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, every, everybody, pick no. your favorite one, and we're gonna do. Uh, we don't have any wings left. No. So, no. real quick, though, to kind of touch on your theory, to touch on your theory of yep. the, the breath, I noticed that from the very beginning, and I'm to me, it was just down to the simple fact of you could just tell which scenes were actually shot outside in the cold and what was shot in a studio, because as they were walking through the Norwegian base when they were inside it was abandoned and there was no seal like everything inside was frozen uh-huh. you couldn't see condensation coming out of their mouths so it's like that was obviously shot in the studio however they when they shot that. when they shot in the studios though they dropped the temperature in the studio to 40 degrees so you still would have seen uh, breath oh did they really yep they shot okay so then i guess maybe that holds up they shot uh, a lot of it up in british columbia i want to say it was stewart British Columbia, I think that was the name of the city. It's really remote. Uh-huh. Um, That's how everybody says it from there too. Stuart, there was actually British Stuart. Columbia. It's funny. Um, there was a uh, there's a, a small documentary on the Scream Factory release of the thing mm-hmm. that follows these two thing super fans that actually take a trip to Stewart, British Columbia, yeah. to visit the site of it. Uh-huh. And as they're walking around, there's pretty much there's no there's no snow there. At least when they were there, it was all rocks and, and a little bit of green or whatever. Uh, but they go over to where, like, the Norwegian plane exploded in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, just lying on the ground, is one of the giant long copter blades and the rotary unit just really? sitting on the ground. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and there's pieces of the base still, like, painted, gray painted wood that was on there, stuff that was just, like, left, cleaned up, but left, you know, certain things mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just so fucking cool. How that, how awesome would that be to go to go to this place you're just, you're just going to visit the site right. and then there's there's sure there's actual set pieces there's left. set pieces just yeah. lying around yeah. after awesome. 30 40 years however long it's been yeah i was gonna say when did they do the documentary? uh 2008 yeah 30 years yeah that's cool it's crazy i mean it's rusted to shit and everything else but it's right. fucking awesome um <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and pass on this my stomach's already starting to oh you're gonna pass john Hate Are me. you doing the Dave's Insanity? Doing it. One more time? You got to. You okay. got to do it. Children have fun. <laughs> Let's, uh... <laughs> me, well, first of all, just uh, beer are, and milk is a bad... We are masochists. <laughs> it's, it's all there is to it. Um, so, we, uh, we're gonna do one last little shot, uh... Mike and I are gonna do the Insanity Sauce, which was arguably the hottest one, yes, right? Yes, I agree. We're gonna do the Insanity Sauce. I Jay, think, what did I you do? I think that the Scorpion Sauce was hot purely on how much of it I had in my mouth. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's like just your normal weekend, though. Yeah, pretty much. So, hey, with, with <laughs> this last one, do you guys want to do the uh, just one question each that we had? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, so so that's the thing. That was our in-depth discussion on the thing. Hopefully, it was uh, insightful. <laughs> and mildly interesting. We didn't even talk about the soundtrack, which is... Amazing. John yeah. Carpenter did not do the score for it. I actually didn't know well, that. It was John Carpenter and uh, en- Ennio, uh, Ennio Marconi. I thought I don't think John Carpenter had anything to do with it. Oh, I thought that he, they like wrote he, it together. No, no, he used inspiration from Carpenter's work. Oh. Carpenter did not score. It was the first movie he didn't score. Mm. Uh, this is also the first in the trilogy of Carpenter's Apocalypse series, mm-hmm. which uh, is also it's uh, Prince of Darkness and uh, what's the other one? Fuck, John. Oh, uh, uh, in the it? mouth of madness. Yeah, in the mouth yep. of madness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the thing. Right on. Uh, um. <laughs> to okay. Our, cheers to our health. Yeah. Oh, jeez. There's a lot on this. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ooh, that just got on my lip. Yep. And my lips are chapped. Yep. Okay. That's bad. So yep. I'm going to start. And okay. you, I'm going to have you two answer this one <laughs> because you're in pain right now. Wait until it kicks in a little bit. Yep. Ooh, it's kicking in. Oh, so, my God. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. My throat. 
It hurts. It hurts. So, so my little quick back one to to this question is, <coughs> being that I had an older brother and parents that kind of let me be in the living room when you know movies that a small child shouldn't maybe see, uh-huh. you know, stuff at that age kind of stuck in my mind, and I would have dreams and nightmares and you know see things that weren't really there. Mm-hmm. So my question to you guys is, what was the first horror movie character? That you saw that really stuck with you and creeped you out the most? Uh, easily, easily, Angela in um, Sleepaway Camp, the very end, the very last scene. It's the first one that you it's saw. The very that... first one. It's the first one that actually <coughs> stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, this one's worse than the other one. Oh my this god, really that's, what makes this, that's what makes this part interesting. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, she was the first one. Is that scene at the very end where she's naked with a dick? Spoilers. <laughs> And, uh, and she's and that she's, look on her face, and that look on her face when I would shut my eyes for like the next week after I saw that when I was yeah. younger, uh, it was just burned in the back of my eyelids. It was all that I saw. The naked chick with the dick. It says it, a lot it, about your future. It, it, it explains my kink. <laughs> all right. Oh God, James, you are also in equal pain. This one hurts so much. <sighs> um, mine's got to be. It's probably a pretty stereotypical answer, but mine is Chucky. Yeah. Yep. Chucky, it was the first. Uh, it was the first one that I, it, the first character that I ever saw on a VHS cover that scared the shit out of me. Oh, before the movie. Oh. <laughs> it was, uh, no, actually, I'm sorry, not VHS. I'm, I can't think right now. I remember driving past the Bad Axe Theater and I saw. Was it Child's Play Two with the Jack in the Box? Yeah. It was Child's Play Two with the. Sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. Yeah, exactly. With the jack on the box, and Chucky had a giant pair of either scissors or hedge, hedge trimmers. Hedge trimmers, and he was going to <laughs> cut the jack on the box's head off. And I saw that, and it just scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Raj, how about you? Jay, you. Me? I mean, I don't know offhand. I from a young age, I loved horror movies. There wasn't yeah. anything that was like, you know, stuck with me as a scary person or. Mm-hmm. Or that gave me nightmares or anything like that. Gotcha. Well, mine is, I don't know if anybody remembers, it's a really old, it's not really like horribly scary, but I want to say it was called Witches. Oh, Witches, yeah. And, With and, Angelica Houston. And it was just the the old women that would go I'm in the room. Light, I'm getting lightheaded right now, actually. Are you? She would uh, starting to turn into that really super scary witch. Well, my grandmother, we had a Halloween party at one of my aunt's houses, and she showed up. <laughs> dressed as that witch like the full makeup yeah from what i remember (laughs) scared the bejesus out of me i screamed slammed the door on her hid behind the couch for like two hours and then the rest of the like month i just could not deal with a witch i love that movie dude and then the other one was it wasn't even a scare it was a satire ernest scared stupid dude those the troll the troll, stupid. the troll used to scare the hell out of me. Even more that bothered me was the fact that they constantly had snot coming out of yeah. their nose. Yeah. Hey, booger lips. Oh, that just fucking right. bothered me so much. My Dude, question. My mouth is on fire. Yep. Go ahead, Michael. <clears throat> Favorite monster from a non-horror movie? Favorite monster. That scared you. Non-horror. That scared us? Yeah. Well, that's what scared. Not okay. My favorite monster from a non-horror movie. Maybe it didn't scare you, but. Um, I'm gonna go. Is uh, would would Gremlins be considered a horror movie? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. damn it, the comedy, but... especially considering we did, you know discussed it before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, does anybody have their answer? Because I, I don't do. have mine. Go, go ahead. ahead. Station. 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 <laughs> oh, that hurts. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, Station from Bill and Ted. Station Love from that Bill. Fucking guy. Oh, that's 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 a pretty good lovable. Answer, yeah. Uh, oh, dude, Harry and the Hendersons. Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, Man, that movie was so good. I, I was always, as a, a child, kind of creeped out by um, 
E.T. when the like towards the end when they were like uh, doing all like the the, the, the the testing and all that like stuff. Like when he turned white, kind of. And they were doing the testing, like and not not knowing what was going on behind these sealed yeah. rooms and stuff like that. That that, that kind of creeped me out a little bit. I think I, I might be wrong on this, but I think my wife was scared of E.T. when she was younger too. Or maybe I love the rest. Or of the maybe movie. or maybe my brother-in-law. I can't remember. Somebody. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, that's a good that. one. See, I, I hated. Was, was that a guy? You, or... just, you just called deformity a monster, <clears throat> but they're, 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 they're a giant dick. <laughs> the, uh, what was the one with the plate on the head in the Goonies? The plate on the head. Uh, the, oh, the radar. Was, was, the... It, was it a guy or a lady? I don't the even remember. Bray? Oh, that was. Or, uh, I can't like remember. Like the any... long hair, ah, short person. Yeah, that was oh, the, the old lady. That yeah. was the mom. I can't remember the actress's name. Yeah, but it wasn't a plate. It was. She freaked me out. She freaked me out too when I was younger. Yes, Ann Ramsey, that's the one. Jay, it's been you a got while. A, Jay, you got a question prepared? Yeah. So, um, uh, if you guys could unkill anybody from a horror movie that died and was mm. killed, who would you unkill? That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Gotta dig deep. I think mine is not so much because I want I I want them to live because I love their character so much. It's because when they were killed, it was just so mean. <laughs> who is it? Friday the 13th Part 2, The Kid in the Wheelchair. Oh, the way they kill that poor crippled kid is horrifying. Like, it's horrible. Doesn't he? He takes a machete to the face. And then, and to then add insult to injury, backwards he takes him down a giant flight of stairs in a yeah. wheelchair. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a and rough that one. was mean to call him a crippled, but like... Dick move. Come on. <laughs> Come on, though. Like, like, he's got it bad already. Well, that's it. I mean, that was like a shocking death, too, because I don't think... I mean... If there's anyone to survive, really I think it was going to be it. him. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, John? Paris Hilton from Wax House. <laughs> <laughs> just because, how dare you? House of Wax, by the way. Oh, House of Whatever. <laughs> you, you don't know what I meant. You don't know me. Y'all how know me. dare you kill Paris Hilton? All right. Um, in a movie and not in real life. <clears throat> I've got a very typical answer for me, and the, and then I've got a not so typical one. I'm going to give you both. Uh, the typical one is Quint from Jaws. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, his death was great, but I also would have liked to see him survive because he was an awesome character. Were you, were you a bit salty over? It? I was a bit salty. Her. <laughs> <laughs> salty fishing for a compliment on that one. Hey, wash <laughs> these stupid jokes out of here with water. That didn't work out well. I was trying to make a water joke, but <laughs> get out of here. I, 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 I was just a mic just in my, now. And my second one, I'm going to go with Cropsy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, because I would have loved to see another burning movie, to be yep. honest with you. Yep. <laughs> so, yep, that's it. Cropsy 2. Crop well, you. Those are good. Crop you. <laughs> I was thinking in 13 Ghosts, and I can't even remember the character's name, but I think it's the, the glass plate slices him down in half. Oh, it was Matthew. Yeah, I don't even know who, remember no, who no, it no, was. No, but Matthew Lillard got his back broken. The dude that got sliced in half was the, the glass. was the dick lawyer. Yeah. He was an asshole. Yeah, he had, he was he had at so naked much check. going for him, and you just cut his hopes and dreams <laughs> in half right there. You cut his dreams in <laughs> half. You cut him in half in a way that really hadn't been done He was half the boy he used to be yeah like it was like sliced side down to side yeah sliced down he was uh, it was like bisected yeah it was a pretty cool death actually because he yeah. you just see Dope. his face like uh, and then his front half slides down the glass and you see his brain on the yeah. other yeah. that's really cool but like, that's all i got did you guys go to the human body exhibit when it was at? i did yeah, yeah that's did like, you? that's what it, yeah that's, that's what it reminded really... me of it's like damn dude. i wonder if when you know how like when you donate your body to science i wonder if those people knew that that's where their body was going to end up From especially, what? especially the people that put them in like the sex positions right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what I had heard, actually, all of the actual bodies were donated from 
an unnamed Asian country. Yes. Is what I had heard. Uh, yeah, I think I heard that same thing. Yeah. So, um, all right, James, what's all right, your question? Bud? Last question of the night, boys. If you could be any villain from any horror movie, who would you be? Ooh. Uh, uh, easy. I've loved this character ever since I saw the movie because I thought he was so fucking awesome and yeah. I just wanted to be him. David from The Lost Boys. David? Oh, oh yeah. What a fucking Ooh. cool life. Yeah, right? man. Does he have a mullet? Yeah, what a fucking cool mullet. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jam back in the 80s. <laughs> what was the song they used to play? That like that. <laughs> like that's that, like the Lost Boys are like doing their big epic yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> I don't Love remember. That I'm not quite sure if that falls into the cool category of what I was talking about. But <laughs> there was Michael. They, they have a <laughs> sweet a cappella group after midnight. <laughs> All right, Jay, what do you got? All right. Um, so I think I would have to choose Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. But 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 but. I, I would have to want to be going around killing people and in, 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 uh, informing them about the great benefits of veganism. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would actually not be Leatherface, but I would be Pleatherface. <laughs> and I would have Pleather on my face. And, and would you kill them in a sense of like, this is how a cow is slaughtered? And... These are the oh, hazards no, of eating no. you, would just, you would just find people eating chicken sandwiches and just, <laughs> just start fucking yeah. chopping them up. Just well, <laughs> giving them paper cuts with pita pamphlets. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Watch out. You guys eating your chicken wings here tonight. Oh, shit. There will be right. no episode last week because they're going to be dead. <laughs> All right, Pardon my French. Uh, <laughs> probably Mike Myers. Mike Myers? Yeah. Yeah. Just going classic? Just yeah. just classy, just slashing people. Plus, he's probably, he's honestly probably still the scariest villain. Yeah. Out of, like, I, just like the literal no... No. The, the Rob Zombie Michael Myers or the John Carpenter Ooh. Michael Myers? There is a correct answer here. <laughs> well, it's the John Carpenter one. I would want to be the John. <laughs> I would want to be the John Carpenter one, but the size of Tyler Mayne because yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. it'd be awesome to be that gigantic for well, I mean, just a little while. That's and like when Kane Adder became uh, Jason. Jason. Oh, I yeah. mean, he was just. He embodied that character, yeah, very for well. sure. So, all right, all right, James, how about you? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go a little off the beaten path and go with Leslie Vernon from Ooh. now Behind uh, the Mask. Nice. The, the the actual Leslie Vernon or the person portraying because there's the oh. plot twist of that's not who he's not who he says he is. Well, oh, well, still uh, the same person though behind well, the scenes. Yeah, like well, yeah, he's still. I just John, don't complicate things. He's just a jokester. I want to be Leslie like Vernon. You. He's he's charm- you fired, John. You fired. He's charming. <laughs> he's charming. He's handsome. He uh, he's funny. He, he can, has an Ahab. He has an Ahab, <laughs> which is very exciting. And uh, the virgin. He can he can he's like he's got his cardio down. So, which actually uh, speaking of Leslie Vernon, that's gonna that's gonna spin into our last little uh, announcement. Hopefully, announcement here, what? which is. Uh, we just found out a couple days ago that we have the opportunity. Uh, there's the, it's the 10 year anniversary of Behind the Mask, mm. the rise of Leslie Vernon. Yep. And uh, you can basically set up screenings in your hometown. Yeah, they're aren't they kind of they're leaving it up to the fans to kind of like set up the screenings. Exactly. And so <laughs> we are thinking about doing that. I know that uh, our buddies over at Grave Plot Podcast are setting one up in Seattle. And we've been talking about doing it, too. So I think we're going to pick a date. Hopefully by next week, on the show next week, we'll let you know what the date is going to be. 
And for our friends listening in Michigan, um, we're going to try and set it up at Star Grashit uh-huh. in, uh, what town is that even? Is oh, that Clinton Township? That be, Clinton can, Township? Yeah, Clinton I, I, can never, I, I never know where yeah. the lines are in that area. So in Clinton Township, Michigan, we'll have the date for you next week. And basically, we, we just have to promote the hell out of it, get as many people out as we can to reserve those tickets. And as long as we get that amount of tickets reserved, which is, I think, for Star Grash, 70. it's 72, okay. 72 seats is what we need. As long as we get that many people to come out, we can have a 10th anniversary screening of Behind the Mask. Just Brought for to you us. by the Bluzz. Bluzz. The Bluzz. The Bluzz. The Kill Podcast. The Butt Kill Podcast. So uh, I, we're really excited about the prospect of doing that. I think it'll be a lot of fun yep. and uh, it's something to look we'll forward have, to. Uh, so. Yeah, more details on that uh, in the next week. Hopefully not longer than that. Absolutely. Um, so that'll pretty much do it for tonight. We had a lot of fun. This, we did. This, Thank you for coming, John. Yeah, John, Shout thanks a lot, man. Thank you for finally having me. It's been a blasty blast. Uh, this whole idea with Out the hot... Out of your assy ass. This whole idea with <laughs> the hot wings and everything was was John's idea a long time ago. So we finally got him in here, and uh, and, and we had a blast doing it. Yeah. It was cool to kind of shake things up and do some different segments. So um, we you had guys a... ever need a token uh, fact checker, you know, I got a guy. No, we used to we used to have one, but she doesn't come around anymore. So maybe you can, Johnny. Hey, so rude. I'm, I'm, I'm generally uh, free Wednesday nights. But, right. you, but you have to walk me home though, as she used to. So. <laughs> and then perform all the other things Don't too. Don't threaten me with a good time, honey. So uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter. SoundCloud, Facebook, not Twitter, damn it. <laughs> SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, and Horror Amino at the Buzzkill Podcast. The Peppas went to your head. Yeah, the Peppas. Uh, you are can on. also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can also find us on iTunes. Uh, leave us a uh, review. Please give us a five star, even if you think we're one star. Just lie. Everybody does it. Yeah. Like when signing petitions. Just because. <laughs> see, I brought see? that back around. See, you see, I'm setting a good example for us. Um, yeah, no, find us on iTunes. Give us, uh, give us a shout and uh, tell people that you like us. And you're looking for J. Raj. You can find me on social media at Ocean Recording. Also, check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. October special running all month long. Two songs, tracked, mixed, and mastered, $666. The devil's number. October Halloween spooky. (laughs) That's it, boys. I had a good time. Let's all cheers with a bottle of hot sauce, eh? I'll cheers with the milk. I'll take this one. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Bye, Felicia.